All right. Hello, everybody. This is A7X Fan Ben with three others. We've got God Mason along with two guests. We have Xerix and Captain Vendari here. And this is episode number 26 of the Pirate CSG podcast. And we're going to be doing the Fire and Steel set review. But first of all, it's exciting that we've got four people. How is everybody tonight? Uh, <laughs> yeah, been a long week. Well, <laughs> the only one I'm excited. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a record number, so it's definitely going to be a long episode with all the stuff to talk about. So Fire and <laughs> oh, Steel yeah. yeah, Fire and Steel came out in 2008. It was uh, the 12th set re- released. And uh, we're going to go over some of the keywords that showed up in the set that were debuted in this set. So, God, Mason, if you want to talk about the Bombardier. Yep, Bombardiers are, well, let me, while I talk, pull up specifically mm-hmm. what they are. Now, what Bombardiers are, they're a ship type introduced that's sort of, it sort of rides the line between three and four masts. Uh, technically, they have three masts and then a gun up front that, depending on how you set up the ship, you had two options. You could either make it a fire cannon or you could basically give it extended range. Either one, uh, no matter which one you pick, if you roll a one, you can destroy it and you need you need a repair action to fix it. They tended to be really expensive, and as a result, most of them are actually pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of a overpriced, kind of a mediocre ship type. Mm-hmm. And as for the other ship type, uh, does anybody want to talk about the Switchblade? I will. Uh, the switchblade. Yeah, the Switchblade is one of my favorite ship types uh, aesthetically. Uh, switchblades have two blades on the side that swing out and can be used to ram other ships. And I don't remember you don't get you don't get a boarding bonus if you use the the blades to ram, do you? No, it doesn't. Uh, you're not pinned. No. no, you don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's it. You're not pinned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's by blade only, you're not pinned. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah, after this completion can... completes a move or a shoot action, if any part of either blade is touching enemy ship during that action, all of those ships are considered to have been rammed and maybe boarded. So you get to do the ram rolls and the boarding rolls, and you can uh, you can re- extend and retract the blades whenever you want. So you, there's almost there's not a much of a limit to how many ships could be affected by it. So it's pretty interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks That's like we're. Just... Yeah. A, a disclaimer on whenever you want that whenever you want means only during shoot and move actions, I believe. Yeah, yeah that's what I said at the beginning. I was reading. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So we'll Just jump to clarify. Into, yeah. Yeah. So we'll jump into the pieces here. We're going to start with the first ships and then uh, go over the whole set, basically. So we're going to do an alphabetical order based on usernames where we're going to talk about each ship in detail. So I'll start things off with ship number 001, which is the Foresight. So this is a pirate five-masted rare ship. It's 14 points, six cargo, L-move. Cannons are 4S, then three 3Ss in the middle, and then a 4S at the stern as well. And once per turn, if the ship carries treasure and is within S of an enemy ship, you can randomly trade one treasure with that ship. And a link to Barstow, who we'll see soon, which is a decent uh, named crew. The Foresight I see mostly as kind of a weird pirate hybrid ship. I like to put Barstow and Hammersmith aboard with an oarsman, because then that fills up the ship's 14-point cost, and we'll see those those crews soon. You basically a Captain Helmsman, Explorer, Gold Capture, and Oarsman. 
for um, basically one cargo space taken up because bar style links and then the oarsman doesn't take up space and then the oarsman protects those two crew. So that's the combo I usually use with this ship. You could just go captain and helmsman, but the guns aren't that great. So this is kind of a kind of a weird hybrid, I would say, for the pirates. I'm one of those weird people that compares everything to my favorite ships, and one of my favorite ships <laughs> is Roanoke. And Foresight is, to me, sort of a worse version of Roanoke, one point more expensive. Uh, the middle guns are 3S instead of 3L, while the cargo space and base move are the same. The link is, I don't think, exceptional. And I would say the ability is, if anything, kind of worse. They both can use pirate crew, but for one point cheaper, you get American crew as well on the Roanoke, as well as better guns. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Yeah, and you get Vindar. Uh, Vindar? Yeah. Hmm? Or are you still thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still thinking. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> well, then, uh, then we can throw Xerox first if we yes. if you want. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll jump in on my two cents. I actually like the Foresight quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I do like to put her linked crew on her um, as often as possible. Uh, however, I don't usually put Hammersmith on board because yeah, even though I can do that, I usually put Hammersmith on some other ship. Um, or I try to find a way to get S board because I really hate being pinned to other ships. Yep. I makes just a lot of sense. that's a thing with me. Yeah. Um no, the other thing Yeah. I've also run the force that has just, you know, a plain uh large durable gold runner with just like, you know, a helmsman, an explorer, and an oarsman. Uh, but with six cargo spaces, you've got enough uh, cargo and point space. You could throw on some kind of uh, world-hitting sack person like Derek the Red or the South Genesis version of the Headhunter and fill up that cargo space with, you know, Captain Helmsman and sack food. And you've got a decently formidable gunship. Maybe not top of the line like some of the other pirate stuff has, but definitely uh, one that should not be taken lightly if it's uh, crewed up correctly. Yeah. I will yeah. say I don't really like your ability... Uh, because I would never really use it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, when I have an enemy ship with an S of an enemy ship, I'm usually shooting at it, mm-hmm. which means I have a gunship with an S of an enemy ship, not some kind of gold runner thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this ship is actually, um, one thing I noticed recently, it's just a directly inferior version to La Victoire from uh, Crimson Coast which is another Pirate 5 Master, 14.6 cargo L move, and just better cannons, and a slightly better ability. So it is kind of just a direct downgrade, but that being said, between the Link and using it as like a durable hybrid, I think the ship is a little bit underrated, maybe. I'd agree. Yeah. I I actually do not have a thought, actually. I want to say, with the power decreep in Pirates... Um, and the thought behind Pirates of the Cursed Seas being a, a bit of a soft reboot, um, WizKids did do a bunch of rebalancing, at least, from what I can tell, with the uh, the stats in Rise of the Fiends and Fire and Steel here. Um, so with it being a direct downgrade, I mean, one of the ways I've always seen Cursed Seas is that it's kind of its own little game that you can play with the older stuff, but it's still more on its own. Yeah, yeah, it's more balanced it. if you play it against itself and separate them. Yeah. Then again, I'm not so sure it compares favorably with the best of Rise of the Fiends or even of most of Savage Shores. Oh, yeah. that 
I I 100% agree with that too. Yeah, Foresight's one of those ships I see. It's like this ship looks cool. I may want to try to use it. It's got decent cargo, but it's probably not going to make the cut. Mm-hmm. Onward right. to Trinity. Yep. Onward. Oh, I like this one. All right. Um, now, were we going to do a rotation of who starts reading as well, or? Yeah. Yeah. Same order okay. for that. Yeah. All right. Trinity is a five-masted Spanish ship. This one is 15 points, 5 cargo, S-move, all 3S guns, and this ship gets plus S to her base move if she has all of her masts. I really don't like this because what you effectively have here is a debuff ability. It You can rephrase it, and it's basically the same thing as having 2S base move and then losing S when you start to lose masts. It's not exceptionally fast. It's not well-armed. It doesn't have all that much cargo space. It's not really cheap. It's a good-looking ship, but I don't think it performs well. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. I think it's okay, but you really need you need a Captain Helmsman to make it adequate. But the problem is she starts, she, she kind of starts at like a decent point, and then she just goes down from there. So I actually had a game where she started off with Captain Helmsman. She was, she's moving 3S, which is solid um, for a 5-master at 20 points total. But then... She lost, she lost a mass, then it was S plus S, and then she lost her helmsman eventually, so then she was on the S, so it's kind of just a rough a rough go of it. I think she could be like 12 or 13 points and be at least a little bit more viable. I agree with 13. Yeah, yeah 13 looks like it would be fair for this ship. With an ability like lo- losing speed, that should definitely bring down the point cost. Mm-hmm. Anything to add, Zarex? Um, I suppose not really. Uh, I mean, I like the Trinity personally. Um, she was like one of like three Spanish five masters I had for the longest of times. Uh, so I have a little bit of a soft spot. Um, <laughs> uh, I like large um, uh, cargo hold uh, ships like this because it's always possible. Or I wasn't to think of ways to make it turn into a sack build. And the Spanish got their first ever sat crew in Return to Savage Shores, uh, Sebastian Rojo. So him on here, plus, you know, a captain, maybe a helmsman, and some other sack food looks like oodles of fun. Just, you know, one way or another. Mm-hmm. But I will agree, I do wish her base move was faster. Uh, like, you know, just being L instead of S would make her, you know, so much better. It may be yeah. worth the 15 point cost. Yeah, yeah quite possibly. Uh, something else small I wanted to add. Trinity appears on the box for Savage Shores, but not in the set, which was really confusing to me for quite a while. <laughs> wow. Uh, yep. That does sound familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What's even more confusing is that I think the, some of the adventure book stuff was on the box as well, and that didn't get... It only got like a one-of-one one release, so that's even weirder. Yeah, yeah. You might be right there. Um, wait, I've got a Savage Shores box right next to me. Just give me just a second to have a look at the art. Yeah, this I mean, ship also triggers my brother, <laughs> <laughs> and it triggers him not because of anything stat-wise, but because of the name. Huh. It says it shouldn't be Trinity; it should be Trinidad. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So like, you know what? Whatever, man. Isn't that in? Uh, isn't that a city in Ohio? I actually don't know. <laughs> um, I like the artwork on the sales, though. That yeah, it's ab- real cool. Absolutely. Um, and I don't remember who it was that said that it appeared, or there was stuff on the Saboteur's box from the adventure book. But they're right. One of the uh, One Masters is on the right side 
picture on the back of the Savage Shorts box. Yeah. She's kind of strange. She can't even read the ship because the artwork is small enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Vendari, the Apollo? Oh, yes. One of my favorite ships, at least narratively. <laughs> so we've got we've got the HMS Apollo fire and steel version. Uh, it's a five mast English ship that costs 13 points, three cargo space, S plus S base move. Uh, cannons are 2S, 3L, 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 2S. And its ability is when the ship is docked at your home island, you can eliminate one treasure. It becomes a 3S cannon that can be eliminated only when the ship sinks. And she's got a link to Thomas Gunn. Hmm. So, I honestly prefer the Rise of the Fiends version better, just because it's got more cargo space. But this one is definitely built for battle. Um, the ability to to add an extra cannon is uh, can be pretty powerful. But you're tra- you're exchanging your win condition for the, for this power. So maybe yeah. a ship for bigger games? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Almost oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah. If I had to list a pet peeve about this ship, it's that they're 3S guns and none of the others are 3S. You have 3Ls and 2S, which might make it kind of hard to remember. Wait, which one am I rolling for? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this ship is, is solid. I definitely think either version of the Rise of Fiends um, Apollo could be better, especially the re-rolling one. But yeah, this one oh, is yes. good to just camp out at your home island, get a bunch of extra cannons in a big game, and then finally sail out with, you know, a juggernaut that has, you know, 10 cannons or something like that. <clears throat> Eesh. Yeah, good link, yeah. too, because Thomas Gunn is one of the better English name crew. Yeah, both, ver- both versions are pretty nice. You've got the Rise of the Fiends version, which is a Captain Helmsman. Oh, but then you all- Yeah, that's awesome. But then you have... Then you have what's coming up with the uh, the fire Does and steel version, a, who yeah. who gets a promotion to, a to admiral in the cabinet. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So no, I haven't fed her. Uh oh, someone didn't feed the pet. Oh, wait, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's Empress. Wait, was that not muted? I thought that was. You are oh, not muted. We heard that loud oh, and clear. Wow. <laughs> Is it Empress? <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> anyway, no, that's just funny. I'm trying not to bring the conversation into this anyway <laughs> uh, yeah as i was saying though thomas gun and fire and steel gets a promotion to, to fleet admiral so that's that's something that could also be useful on this ship being able to give any ship uh, plus one to the cannon rolls including herself so yeah uh, I like um, the five mastered versions of the HMS Apollo. I don't think I have the three mastered version from Barbary Coast. Uh, this is the cheapest one, isn't it? At thirteen, because the other two are both like what, fourteen? I think. Yeah, yep. that sounds right. So, you know, if you're looking at things strictly from okay, what can I get most bang for my buck? I would choose this one, even though the ability is situational. Unless you find like you know a bunch of ones and zeros, uh, then I would not use that ability. Uh, I covered uh, that pretty well on uh, Carbon Charlie in my review for him yep. about how not only does it take, you know, time to make that cannon, it takes a treasure. And, you know, especially here on the Apollo, your gunship, which is probably like the the one you built your fleet around, is sitting at home doing nothing pretty much. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's situational and more or less built for those gigantic games that can last forever. Yeah. 
she's got decent enough cargo to be just, you know, a straight, simple Captain Helmsman, maybe something else. Uh, although, if uh, you brought up the link to Thomas Gunn, if you bring in the uh, Rise of the Fiends one, which is the Captain Helmsman, you've got three spaces for all kinds of extra stuff. And enough, I think, point uh, space as well. Overall, would, not bad. I would like to add that Apollo is not quite as good at that role as, say, HMS Dreadnought plus Carbon Charlie. Oh, that's my favorite combo for him. Mm-hmm. That's although my that favorite is, combo for him. Although that's absolutely far more expensive than Apollo is. But if you're going to do this ability, you might as well do it right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well... Just another thought. Who says HMS Apollo has to sit at home? I mean, she has three cargo space. She can go out, get some treasure, come back, exchange those treasures for uh, for cannons, and go out and destroy things. Uh, I hadn't thought of that, but okay, that's a way to do it, I suppose. She's got an S plus S base move. On a fiver, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah, for 13 I, points for this speed and for those guns, you could ignore the ability and just be a pretty solid, somewhat oh yeah. on a budget gunship for the English. So, I suppose if you went with Thomas Gunn and what is it? It's not Brother Virgil, it's oh, it's first mate Ismail. You could make a good hybrid out of her. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Shall we that move might on? Be pushing to... it a little bit. Yeah, Maybe. three cargo is still low for a five. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. No, because uh, Thomas Gunn is linked. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, so that would space up before with Ismail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on to Neptune? Yes. Yeah. I believe that's you, oh, Pandora. Right. Right. Or wait. Me again. Derek. Oh, never mind. Oh, that for the Neptune. That's my bad memory. It's all right. Oh, boy. The Neptune. <laughs> um, okay. We got five masts uh, uh, for a Frencher. 14 points, 3 cargo space, base move L. Cannons are all uh, range of S, but the front two are two S's, and the next three after that are three S's. Uh, and she gets plus one to her boarding rolls and links to Philippe Jordan, who I believe is some kind of escort captain. Yeah, he's an escort captain. Uh, I mean, this just feels kind of vanilla to me. It's kind of eh. This doesn't really stand out uh, um, ability-wise. The link is eh. Not a whole lot of cargo. Cannons are nice, I guess. Um, but I, if I had to use a Neptune, I don't think I'd use Philippe Jordan on it. Because I think um, what I would probably do is I'd just use this to ram other ships. The front two cannons are the most accurate, so just run headlong into them, deal the most damage, and then uh, use your plus one to boarding roll then. Yeah. But in order to be able to catch a ship, to ram it and board it, you need to be a little quick and base move of L and with only three cargo spaces, not not really fast enough. I mean, I would put my extra action crew on another French uh, capital ship, not this one. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Neptune yeah. seems kind of, I kind of feel like her looks outshine the ship itself. Like she's one of oh, the yeah. pretty French ships I've seen, but stat wise, the low cargo, somewhat high cost, the ability is pretty meh. And uh, two of the cannons are quite good. The other ones are the average. So this one strikes me as solid and kind of cool. But I think the I think the prettiness of the ship is actually better than the, the ship itself in game. Yeah, Neptune is she's pretty, but she's incredibly vanilla. Uh, kind of fitting for a lot of the French faction. But yep. honestly, I mean, there's a more interesting ship coming up next. Not 
necessarily really interesting, but more so. Yeah. And probably right. just a tad better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that next ship is the Monet. So this is a French five master as well, another rare. It's 14 points, three cargo, L moves, so those are all the same. But then the cannons are quite different. 3L, 3L, 2L in the middle, and then 3L, 3L at the stern, so mostly 3Ls. And then other ships do not block this ship's line of fire. So this is a decent ability to have on a ship with L-range cannons, especially a lot of them. So the Monik kind of reminds me of the Neptune, because she is pretty similar. The Neptune is kind of like a pretty um, upfront, like, short-range brawler with a boarding ability, and then S-range cannons. This ship's L-range cannons, and then that ability, so this is kind of like the opposite, kind of a long-range fighter, but still a brawler, um, and still a nice-looking ship, kind of kind of interesting-looking, a little more unique. Um, overall, the Monique, I would say, is a pretty solid French gunship, but they still have better better five masters, as usual. So it's good, but not too much better than the Neptune. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this... Uh, what's... I swear there's another French five master with this ability and all L-range guns. I don't think it's uh, Les Superb. Can anybody help oh, me yeah. out? Oh, yeah. No, that is... Uh, a, yeah, that's it. I, I thought it, it was the Superb. superb. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's per- Superb. Yeah, the yeah, Superb the, isn't... The Superb isn't that much more expensive, but all her stats are significantly better. Yeah. Monarch is pretty, but if you're going to use this, well, this ability and a French Five Master, go with Superb. Yep. Or if you need if you need Superb on a budget, here's the Monet. Maybe. <laughs> here's the downgraded version of the Superb. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think the Superb outshines this in every single possible way. What's well, you have? Expensive. Yeah. Well, if you have both ships in your collection and you're and they're they're basically the same, I would go with the superb over this because I think the superb is I think has more cargo yeah. and is it faster? I don't recall. Yeah, it's S plus S. Yeah, it's better in every yeah. way except for the I would spend the two points to get the superb over this any day. Yep. All right. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Artwork is pretty interesting though. Lots of detail on those sails. Yeah. Oh yeah. Imagine like you know the people like who make that. the sails for these mm-hmm. ships. It's like yep. yeah, but I'm thinking yeah. if you actually had to make that in reality, that would be so much of a chore. Yeah. <laughs> so sails so that big with that much detail, it's like oh you no. Know. Yep. Yeah, especially if it's going into battle and it's just going to get torn. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Next up is the USS Concordia, which kind of excites me. We were talking earlier about the HMS Dreadnought, and this is its American analog. USS Concordia is a five-masted American ship, 21 points, four cargo, L-move, all three S guns. The ability is this ship's cannons cannot be eliminated. Masts still can be. If derelict, she can't shoot. Link Montana Maze. I like this. Uh, in many ways, she's not as good as the Dreadnought, but I would like to point out that she does have some pretty good options if you want to go with other versions of Montana Maze. I would say the Ocean's Edge version, oh, yeah. and Horseman, and maybe Ralph David, as well as a captain. And well, and then why not add a Musketeer or a World Hater or something? And then you've got a ship that can't really be towed because you can't eliminate the oarsman because you've got a crew saving ability but you also yeah so you can't tow it so you have to sink it but because it would have eternal through ralph david you just get a straight back yep. so I, I i think this is a very powerful american ship but not one for a small game 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I used it oh, yeah. in a 100-point game, and I used a very similar setup to what you described. And it is frustrating because <laughs> my opponent was like, this is like an unkillable ship. Like, that's OP. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I think between the cost and the mediocre cannons, um, it does hold her back a bit. And she's not she's not very viable for 40-point games. She can be mm-hmm. a monster. This is one of those ships, kind of like the Dreadnought, where you really want to put a ton of crew aboard. Like, you don't want to you don't want to not optimize this ship. So with crew, you're probably going to be spending 36 points minimum, possibly 40 <laughs> or 42 might even be the max. So, Oh yeah. As a monster. Yeah. Oh, and then another one, uh, they got Albert Crenshaw is one of those L range. Yeah. Usually they're not very viable, but a ship like this or the Franklin are, are pretty good ships for him. If you're actually going to use that for once. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put on as a last little touch here. That setup you mentioned, God Mason, with the oarsman and not being able to kill him, that has does two things. A, as you mentioned, uh, you can't capture the ship to make it your own, and it therefore protects it from being eternal, or protects it the eternal guy. B, if derelict, she can't shoot. Due to the way they changed the oarsman ability, if a ship has an oarsman, it's never really derelict. Mm-hmm. So even if this thing doesn't have all of its masts, you're still looking at a, something shooting at you with five cannons all the time. So the <laughs> only way to, to effectively get rid of this for good is to like either cancel one of the myriad abilities she has on board. But that's risky because you know you could be like missing uh, a canister elsewhere in a battle. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the other thing is yeah. the high cost and the decent cargo, you can put the American Cancellor Turner aboard and then try to try to you know, yeah, that cancel yeah. them. How oh, hard. goodness! Yeah, adding crazy. Turner to that setup uh, makes this ship virtually uh, unstoppable, yeah. unless you want to use an event. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a mortal ship. Yeah, you either <laughs> yeah, you either sink it multiple times just to try to get like a respite and try to like end the game while it's repairing or sailing back towards you, or with yeah. two can two cancelers in that setup, you could try to cancel Eternal at the opportune moment. But that's about or it. Or just use a Kraken. Uh, Ooh. Maybe. Mm. Oh, maybe. That's a little simpler, I, I think. Or curse Captain Jack. Nothing but parlay. Yeah. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> parlay the yeah, parlay to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pay you to sink. <laughs> yep. All right. It, oh, um, something funny I wanted to point out is the cursed don't get a five master. The French get two mediocre ones. What's the deal with kids? That's because the French didn't get a single five master in, I think, Rise of the Fiends. Yeah. That's probably oh. why they got two. Yeah. Rise of the Fiends was a cursed set, so. Yeah. yeah but the cursed didn't get a five master there, really. They got, like, you know, the scorpion things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's they never, true. They're cool, but hope. don't really work. Yeah, they always get, like, gimmicky stuff rather than the Five Masters, it seems like, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, even here, like, you know, eventually down the line, they got a Fiver here, but it was kind of meh, or downright bleh. Yeah. One of the... Yeah, they hardly have any Five Masters that are, like, regular rarities. They've got three, exactly, that aren't squids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and only one is not a super rare special edition, limited edition, stuff like that. One, yeah. essentially. Yep. Alright, um, is Pestilence Vendari's ship? Yeah, it's my turn. I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been three ships since I've read, so yeah. Okay, so we 
We have the Pestilence. It's a cursed one master for nine points. It's got three cargo space, base move of S plus S, and a 3S cannon. Her ability is pretty good. Masks on the ship can't be eliminated by shots unless the cannon roll is a six. It's a decent ability. Unfortunately, with a one master, it's usually it's usually better to just ram anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. Moment, yeah. The main time I've used this is to copy this to a ten master with Davy Jones. That's about it. So mm. other than that, I just use her as like an empty gold runner for the cursed in a big game. But unless you're going to copy yeah. this, I would say there's there's definitely even for the cursed, even they have better ships than this to run gold with. Yeah, that's a good point. If, if that's mm-hmm. not what you're going to... That basically is the only good use for Pestilence that you pointed out, copying this ability. Aside from that, this is kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> I've used it as like, you know, a ship. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of gross, Pestilence and all. Uh, but I've used this as just a place to stick the Cursed Chieftain and just leave it at my home island. Mm. Right. And just yeah. be done with it. Because as you said, there are, the Cursed, apparently, or incredibly, have better options for gold. This isn't really a very good gunship or anything at all. And the yeah. ability doesn't really suit a one master. It's infinitely better on anything that's got more than one mast. So I just kind of yeah. like leave it at my home island and hide the cursed chieftain on it. Yeah. Solid. All right. Mm-hmm. That's what we're I think Newport is yours there, X. All righty. Newport. Uh, we've got a one masted English ship here. Eight points, three cargo space, base move of L, and a 3L cannon. And the ability of this ship gets plus one to a cannon rolls against targets without all of their masts. Uh, I'm not very impressed by this at all, really. I mean, the ability is kind of cool, um, but I don't know if I'd ever really use this. Yeah, I wouldn't. wouldn't. I, don't know. I don't think I have really, at least not realistically in any reasonably sized game, um, it's pretty much useless for the most part. Um, I would say maybe four or five points would make it reasonable, but still not that great. Mm-hmm. I I know bilge is much rarer, but I would rather use bilge. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, too. Because it's faster, better gun, doesn't have kind of a dumb ability. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Newport can, uh, can go away. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. Find a new port to go to, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find nice. a new port, new port. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Anything so. for you, Silver? Yeah, Silvax, so right? No. It's Vendari. Yeah. yeah, I've, I've got with an RI. This, this ship, no. No, just nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I can go to the next one, I guess. Um, yeah. HMS Minerva is only a little bit better, I would argue. Um, it's an English one-masted sloop. It's another rare seven points, two cargo SS move. The cannon is 3L, and L-range cannons can't hit this ship. So similar to the Pestilence, another defensive ability that's not that great on a one-master due to the ramming damage. Um, this one, it's got okay speed. The cost isn't too too crazy. I would say it's a tiny bit better than Newport because her role as a support gunship is slightly easier to to justify but that being said i don't think this is worth more than four or five points either yeah Mm -hmm. yeah if i were to um if i were to use this ship i would say every time she got anywhere near another ship uh it would make me nervous that was deliberate 
Um, this is way too expensive. Defensive abilities on one master chips are totally worthless unless they're immunity to ramming. That's what I think. Ah, okay. That does make them a teeny bit more viable, that ability on the masters. Yeah. I think they're a lot more important the smaller the ship gets. Um, That's all I have to say. Yeah. Wait, I'm not the last one in line for the Minerva, right? No. No? Or have Uh, I just summed it up? (laughs) You've summed it up pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. I mean, whenever I, whenever someone mentions this, I always wind up thinking about Professor McGonagall because that's her first name. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's about she it. She doesn't live up to McGonagall. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I'll take the next one. I'm not totally sure how this is pronounced. Uh, I believe it's Je. This is a French one master. This one's instead five points, three cargo, L move, three S gun. When this ship carries no cargo, she gets plus S to her base move. Nothing super special for the French because you can basically get something a bit better than this from Crimson Coast. Uh, it is L'Intrepide. You get an extra mast, a bit more cargo. But in the context of Fire and Steel, this is actually a pretty decent little gold runner. Oh, yeah. She's she's very good for Fire and Steel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice-looking ship, a lot of good colors, and uh, as an empty gold runner, this one is, is pretty solid for the French. So, LS on the way out, three coins, back at L, and a solid, solid option. Right. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, also, she... I think she's like one of the two cheapest ships in this set. Yeah. I think you're right there. Yeah. Cool. All right, we can go on. <laughs> Bandari's up yeah. next. Yeah, so we've got the Aragon next. Uh, another one master. She also costs five points for France. Uh, with two cargo space, base move, S plus S, two S cannon, and another defensive ability. Two, ha- two hits from the same shoot action are required to eliminate one of this ship's masks. Again, easily bypassed simply by ramming the ship. <laughs> um, she's got a great cannon, though, but with... With five points, you can put a Captain Helmsman on her, but I'd rather put them somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a better support gunship than the Newport or Minerva, but you're still probably yeah, it's not saying much. Yeah, it's yeah, a better it's support gunship much. than all the previous ones. It's yeah. a better support gunship than the piece of gum stuck to the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because that piece of gum doesn't actually have any stats. <laughs> which I guess is something more redeemable than you can say about the Arrogant, which is a bad ship. Yeah, yeah good gun, but but you're paying far too much for one 2S gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, Who's his USS Destiny? I believe that's me, because Vendari just did the uh, yep. Aragon, yes? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, USS Destiny. Thank heavens it's the last one, Master. All right, uh, one-masted ship, American, five points, two cargo space, space with S plus S, a 3L cannon, and you may double the range of this ship's cannons each turn. Cannons? But you must roll a six to hit. <laughs> cannons. There's only one. I, I think it's just a copy and paste, to be completely yeah. honest. Yeah, Definitely. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the only one that has a halfway decent offensive ability. I mean, mm-hmm. um, rolling a six is not easy. So, but, you know, a chance to shoot at something from, you know, assuming you put a captain and helmsman on this, you'd be able to sail 3S, 
and then shoot at something an additional two L away if you got that six. So that's impressive that's range for a tiny ship. Yeah. However, I'd rather use, you know, the El Neptuno, which has this exact exact ability, much better crew, and much, mm-hmm. much, much bigger. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. I would like to add something funny. Um, this is very similar to another American ship called Destiny, which has the oh, exact yeah. same ability. I wonder if they're canonically the same, which would be kind of weird because this is a one-masted sloop and the other was a square-rigged three-master. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, my, in my experience, um, the original Destiny is not nearly as good as you think she is because yeah. if you don't use the ability, her guns are terrible. If you do use the ability, her guns are still terrible. Um, <laughs> And they've only got S plus S range. Yeah, only S plus S range, and you've got a 1 in 6 chance of hitting. If you're within S range, you've got 1 in 3 chance of hitting, which is still pretty abysmal. Um, they have the same base move speed. You can make the argument that this one being cheaper, you can throw a captain on her and throw a Minuteman behind her, and you've got something kind of usable. But the Americans do have better options for flotilla tugs. Oh, yeah, they've got uh, bigger, faster options for flotilla tugs, ones that can, like, you know, shoot on their own as well. Yeah. And not be and not disabled by out of existence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think my favorite uh, flotilla tug is the Boston, I think, because it's got an Espacel base move. Mm-hmm. That one's pretty good. Yeah, and plenty of firepower on its own. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like a few, like Jarvis is kind of similar to Boston, but pricier, and then Peacock is pretty decent, too. But anyway, I'll move on to the next ship, which is the Draconum, which is the first Bombardier, and it's a pirate three-master, rare, and 13 points, three cargo, L-move, all three cannons are 3S, all the Bombardier cannons are 3S, technically, and along with the keyword, it says, eliminate one of the ship's masts when she rolls a one on any cannon roll. So we've got a negative ability, which helps keep the cost down. The problem is, I feel like all the Bombardiers are too expensive. So you're basically just yeah. getting, I mean, it's an extended range option, but most people are going to use the Flame Strike Cannon, um, and I've used that mostly in the past. So Firepot Specialists are only are only two points, and they don't they don't jam like the cannon might on a one. Yeah. So I don't really think yep. any of these are going to be worth their cost. The Draconum is the cheapest, and that being said, she's pretty boring. I would say um, it's very, everything is pretty much average. The negative ability doesn't really keep the cost down enough. I think at 10 or 11, it might be more usable. Um, I would say, kind of like the Neptune, it's just a random thought, but I feel like it looks better than it performs. I've always thought this looked like a like a Batman ship, almost. I feel like if Batman, <laughs> if Batman wasn't pirates, yeah. I feel like the Draconum would be like his ship or something. But that's yeah. about all I got. <laughs> Not the well, Batavian Bat? Yeah, that works too. <laughs> well, see, your problem there is that Batman doesn't use guns, and Draconum's got a giant <laughs> gun on the front. Yeah, well, uh, we didn't say anything about flamethrowers. <laughs> Something tells me that that rule extends to flamethrowers. But, uh, but Draconum, you're right, Ben. This is a 10 or 11 point ship. You absolutely can't pay more for it than that. This is, it's just not good. Uh, you're not getting a good deal on anything at this point cost. Or even if it were 10 or 11, you'd still be you'd still be kind of sitting there with a ticking time bomb of a four master. Not a, not a good option period. Unless you like, uh, unless you like putting yourself at risk for bad die rolls. Okay. Ben and I have been there and done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to see one of my least favorite ships later in the set, but anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
one, one thing I'd like to add is, um, while she's not all that great for pirates, um, I, w- I would probably throw this ship at my at my players in the pirates RPG. Okay. Mm. It's, yeah. a, it's a very nice aesthetic. It's, she she's on the list of things I want I want to show show off to my friends. So thematically too, um, you yeah, could oh, yeah. use this theme in an RPG, or you could use the ability in an RPG. So maybe players have to sneak aboard and sabotage the ship and get herself to blow up. Oh, there's that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. Yeah. I think you're right. This is a good RPG ship. Yeah. 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 Even though uh, the Draconum is pirate and therefore has access to the best crew ever in the game, um, I take that negative ability very seriously because I have rolled four ones in a row. Yeah. And <laughs> rolling four ones in a row with this would mean your ship is dismasted and the flame strike cannon is jammed. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, even though even if this is the cheapest one and you really shouldn't pay any more for a bombardier, uh, I mean, this is where one of those things are like, you know, cost versus ability. Like, um, I think we talked about with the Neptune and the uh, Superb. Yeah, the Neptune is cheaper. Or, sorry, no, the, uh, the Monarch is cheaper, but the Superb is better all, all around. The Draconum is the cheapest Bombardier, but I think uh, there are there's at least one that ability-wise might be better. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, yeah right. no, there yeah. are. Um, speaking of further Bombardiers, the next one is called Bombardier. It's English. It's 18 points, three cargo, L move, and now the guns are really strange. 3S, 2L, 3L, 3L. Uh, obviously, the first one being the cannon on the front. The ability is when the ship hits another ship, you choose which mast is eliminated. This is... Uh, so that's like a not very good, slightly overpriced crew ability from Spanish Main, which I think raises the point cost by like three. It's... Uh, let's, it, it's let's not. Work. It's really not very well armed for its cost. Bombardier. I mean, it's you can English. get HMS Gallows for two, three points cheaper. I think two the Gallows. Yeah, so the Gallows is the Gallows is better armed, has more cargo space, and a more useful ability. Yeah. This is this is just really not good. I would say this. Yeah. Is, I would say this is maybe a twelve point ship, maybe thirteen. Yeah. Nope, that sounds about right to me. Yeah. I like yeah. using this ship in a huge game just as part of like a fire squadron just for the fun of it. I would never <laughs> yeah, I would never want to use it in a smaller game. Um it's it's a unique ship in that you can you can kind of go crazy because I believe you can get four fire hits on one turn if you get fire shot, uh, exploding shot, fire pot specialist, and then if you use first mate Ismail and the version of Thomas Gunn that combines Captain and Helmsman, you can actually make that work even with the Captain and Helmsman aboard. Um, it's a pretty weird combo, but it is fun to try out if you want like a firing, flaming ship of doom. A firing yeah. squad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next up, anybody? Uh, who was it? I think uh, it's Yuvendar it for the Conquerant. Yeah, it's me. Got Conquerant. Uh, the, the, one of the French bombardiers, one of two. And honestly, I think it's more of the better looking, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's She's 21 points, three cargo space, S plus S move, so she's the fastest of the, of the bombardiers. And her cannons are 3S, 2S, 2L, 2S. Kind of a weird mixture there. 
Um, then her ability is, of course, the bombardier keyword. Plus, once per turn, on a D, roll a d6. On a five or six, this ship can be given an extra action. Um, I like the ability. I just think she's way too expensive. For 21 points, I would rather have HMS Endeavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for 21 points, I'd take the Concordia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this is the best Switchblade because it's got the best speed, best you, guns, and best ability. So. <laughs> even though it's a bombardier. <laughs> yeah. It's still better than most of the Switchblades. Oh, I didn't Oh, I didn't know I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I might argue with you on that on um, for the, uh, the Sabre, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, at least anyway, you're not yelling about feeding your dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but really, Conqueron, I think, is easily the best of the Bombardiers. She yeah. has the best ability that sort of comes uh, within at least several points of justifying her cost. She's not necessarily good because she doesn't have a lot of cargo space. Her guns are pretty good, but really nowhere near what she... Uh, nowhere near what her point cost would demand ability's good i mean i'd rather have like la corsa which is cheaper and definitely the better gunship but among bombardiers this is i'd say clearly the best yeah Mm -hmm. and you're also paying for fragility because you're paying essentially seven points per mask which is a huge amount to pay if you think about Mm -hmm. like two master at 14 or a four master at 28 that's just a really high premium to pay for regardless oh, yeah. of what you're getting. So, What was Wizkids thinking when they priced these ships? I think they what, what they did a lot of was kind of going, oh, we have this cool idea. Is it actually good in gameplay? I don't care. Let's make it eight points. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did have fast turnaround between sets. I mean, for a long time, it was like oh, four yeah. to six months between uh, when sets came out. And, you know, uh-huh. that's devising pieces, names, doing research, and coming up with artwork. And, yeah, they were busy. But at the same time, you feel like they could have hired one intern. They could have hired one of us at age 10, given us like two <laughs> right. packs a day. And we gladly would have balanced the game for them. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wait. Uh, never mind. I don't have any more to say. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't really have Grand much. Grand is for Z- uh, then. Why don't we move on to Grand Vancouver for Zerex? All right, cool. All right, so the Vancouver, um, the other French bombardier, another twenty-one point ship, three cargo space, space move L, cannons three S, three L, three S, three S. Uh, Bombardier, once per turn, one of the sh- ship's cannons can shoot again if it misses. Uh, I don't know about this. I mean, if you could apply that uh, cannoneer to its uh, Bombardier cannon, that makes it somewhat useful. But um, low cargo, slower speed, and average cannons are not a good combination for any ship, um, even bomb- especially for Bombardier like this. I mean, I it's the exact same point cost as the concurrent. So uh, if you had both, I don't know why you, you would choose this over the concurrent. Yeah. I think it this is actually... Pretty. You have a million points, and you can have both. <laughs> all right. If a million enough. points, I'd still have neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is actually like, one of the worst, like, three-mastered ships in the whole game, I would say. Oh, definitely. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
These are pretty really? bad. I don't know. I yeah. think the ship you hate most, Ben, I think might be take the cake for that one. Yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. Yeah, you can at well, least excuse it statistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know why they priced it like that. I think I talked about it in a thread this year, last year, but if, if I don't know what, I, I know, just to repeat the point, like, I don't know what they were thinking when they look at it, if they're just insane or they don't, it, maybe somebody created it without knowing like the rules or something. I just uh, it doesn't make any sense. Or or it's like a typo. Yeah. Like they carried over the cost because this is the following ship or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Like, or they made like they got it like reverse. And this is supposed to be twelve points as opposed to twenty one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got it mixed up. You yeah. know. I will honestly, say this for I could uh, see this at twelve points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can too. Fan retcon. Maybe yeah. usable. Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, but the other thing I found fun that you can do with uh, bombardier ship types is you can use them to make low-slung hoists. Okay. Uh, you take out the cannon yeah. bit and put the claw arm there. It's you know, uh, It'll fit. Hoists are three mass, and hoists are far more useful. Oh, yeah. And this is a cool way to get one that's got a that's different looking. That's supposed yeah. to that gigantic curly bow at the front. That's the a good hard way to part make... about that is yeah. that... Um, is it you have to have a spare hoist for that, and they're still kind of in demand, and at times hard to find. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's one way true. to get the the feet to actually because it's a mm-hmm. French ship, so oh, yeah. it might have a similar paint scheme in a way, blue and white. Oh yeah, definitely could be. Well, you know, I've got a spare Mally's fish hook. Yeah, hey, it. shiny arm. I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, no. do you have a spare? Uh, do you have a spare uh, concurrent or grand vanquer? No. Well, darn, because then you could have yeah. made the feet too. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I guess better ship overall. Although feet two have to start talking about the flotillas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so, flotilla. so the first flotilla is the Widowmaker. So this is a rare pirate flotilla. Uh, six points, no cargo. T is the base move, so you have to tow it, of course. And then all the cannons are 4S, but they get extended range. So basically 4SS in a way, um, however you want to express it. This one, I don't know, it's just kind of, it's pretty lame actually for a flotilla. Almost all the flotillas have better cannon ranks, and a lot of them, or a few of them have better ranges. So even though it's really cheap, um, I don't really like using this one. The Doom Box is more accurate for just a point more. That one has all 3SS, and uh, as a result, Widowmaker is uh, pretty pretty lame actually, and that's coming from somebody who likes flotillas a lot. Yeah, even though this is the cheapest one, its armament is by far the worst. So, I mean, while you can excuse for, uh, you can excuse rank four guns on stuff like, I think it's Silver Coffin, which is all four L's. This is, I mean, this is not much better than having four L's without, without extended range. This is a pretty solidly mediocre flotilla and not one that I think I'll ever use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyone else? Yeah. Pretty, pretty no, vanilla. Well. It's not even vanilla. It's just not even flavored. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's true. That's true. It's, it's a mosquito. It's, it's really not that good. Yeah. The only attractive thing about this is the point cost to six. Is every oh, yeah. is like you know starts at seven and goes up. Yeah. So it's a cheap if you're one of those people who was like you know I must be as cheap as possible, this is for you. But you know, assuming so, you want a flotilla, yeah. Assuming you want to, 
I mean, six points, I could get a captain, a helmsman, and an oarsman for that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, a ship. But can yeah, you get four for us guns for that? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. it, it is extra cannons, and that's what flotillas really are, is it's extra cannons you can tow around with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. All right. All right. I think Armada is the next one, and change of pace, this one's actually good. Armada is yes, Spanish indeed. and is nine points. You get three S guns instead of four S, and because of the extended range keyword, they amount to three SS. When the ship hits an enemy ship, you may also eliminate one cargo from that ship. So I like this. The gun ranks themselves aren't anything special. They're not terrible, but the ability is magnificent. And this is a good one to tow behind some fast gold runner or one of Spain's faster gunships. Um, I like to put this behind La Monarca as a deterrent. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is yeah. one you can put, uh, you could put Master Bianco from Spanish Maine to get a yes. crew on and then put like a world hater <laughs> like Del Nero from, uh, you can from, uh, too Barbary Coast. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And then for 16, I guess, yeah, 16, you'd have two SS guns that eliminate cargo on every hit. So tow it behind you know, a fast ship, maybe even a gunship. I know I've used El Rosal in a fleet before. Kind of an underrated ship. El Serviente would be good, or La Serviente. So, yeah, this one's excellent, even though it's pretty pricey for a flotilla. Yeah, it was, it was, this was actually my first flotilla that I ever pulled. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's, a, it's a pretty good one. I like it. It's uh, The ability can hit both crew and treasure, so I, there's that. It's kind of a step up from the next one, the tower, which I, which I'm pretty sure is mine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's just move on to there then. So we've got the tower, the English uh, flotilla in the set. Uh, so points for that. England, my favorite faction. Uh, mm-hmm. Nine points. Uh, of course, no cargo space, base move T. That's uh, typical of all flotillas. Its cannons are slightly better than that of the Armada. With uh, 2S, 3S, 3S, and 2S. Um, and of course, it's a flotilla with the extended range. They all have that. And then once per turn, when this ship hits an enemy ship, it'll also eliminate one crew from that ship. So, um, it's, if you're going to be using uh, a flotilla, a choice between the Armada and the Tower is probably going to come down to uh, which faction you're in. Because... Yep. Either you've got yeah. better guns and a and a less um, less wide hitting ability, or you have slightly slightly worse guns and a and a more and a more umbrella, a yeah. more covering ability. Yeah, yeah. The English are my favorite faction. Sometimes I find the cargo wrecking to be slightly uh, kind of like overkill almost. Sometimes you don't always need it. And then <clears throat> with tower, my cannon rolls are usually pretty bad. So I'd like to have those 2S cannons <laughs> to make sure I get some hits rather than going, you know, 0 for 4 or 1 for 4 with Armada. I'd rather go 2 for 4 with Tower than 1 for 4 or 0 for 4 with Armada for the most part. So they are similar, though. And, yeah, it's just a toss-up. So both are very good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Yep. I prefer Armada because if you are going to spend 9 points on a flotilla, which is kind of sacrificing the, uh, the utility of cheap firepower, you might as well pour some more into it and get something really good out of it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my rationale. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing I'd like to point out is with eliminating cargo or a crew, it's always going to be the defending player that chooses anyway. 
So, um, while you do have a bit broader spectrum of things you can hit, it's still not your choice what actually goes. So it's going to come down to if they want to lose a crew or a treasure. Yeah. But it's all That's about true. making them make that choice, not necessarily. That is true, too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, so all right. who is Mont Blanc for? Be I believe that's me. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, Mont Blanc, French flotilla, huzzah. Nine points, no cargo, base move T. Uh, same cannon spread as the tower. Um, extended range, all flotillas got it. And when this ship hits another ship, you choose which mast is eliminated. Uh, it's kind of vanilla. Yeah, again. All of the flotillas here in uh, Fire and Steel, well, except the Widowmaker, they're all nine points. And really, the only one I could see actually being nine is the Armada. I mean, you could probably get away with the tower for eight points. Mm-hmm. And you could probably get away with Mont Blanc at seven, maybe. Because yeah. uh, I, I don't know about you, but I don't really find that ability helpful. Yeah. Because no. I, I usually am accurate with cannons on flotillas. So if I'm shooting at something and I hit four times, odds are whatever I'm shooting at will not still be floating. Right. Or will, like, you know, <laughs> only have one mass left. So it's like, all right. Now, which mass do you uh, want to still have? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think this one is definitely not as good as the, the previous two. Mm-hmm. Um, the French, it is the only French flotilla, so they're, um, they're, they're overjoyed to get one in the first place. But that being said, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't measure up to any of the Spanish or English ones. All four of those are better than the French No, ones. it doesn't. Yep. Yeah, and this it's one, just... the artwork doesn't look like it was you know, designed by a crazy dude. Because, you know, the Tower, the Armada, and even the Widowmaker to an extent, their artwork is kind of nuts. Yeah. Especially in the Tower. It's like, okay, we get it. You're English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Mont Blanc is just Blanc. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Mont Blanc is fitting flavor text, though. Not really suited to the French Corsair fighting style. And you can just end it there. It's... <laughs> It's too expensive. Yeah. This ability, I think, is more useful on small like small ships and things with not many guns. This has four guns. It's probably at its best on, say, a two-master. Yeah. Otherwise, this thing's too expensive. Yeah. All right. I guess we can well, move into... Hmm? Yeah, we're well, talking about quick. crew. Uh, hang on. Yeah. Real quick, if you want to... Just to kind of finish that flavor text, says the Mont Blanc is used more for port protection than actual battle. That's probably how I'd use the Mont Blanc, is just kind of set it in front of my uh, my home island if I know my opponent has a home island raider and use it that way. But other, otherwise, yeah. it's, yeah, don't mm-hmm. even matter. That's anyway, a good use. Now. All right. Yep. Cool. Into the crew. So we're into the crew now. And the first one is Sammy the Skull, who's a rare cursed crew. Six points, uh, loyal to the cursed, uh, captain, and fear. So three keywords and a link to all cursed ships, which makes him pretty versatile. Um, The other version of Sammy the Skull from Davy Jones' Curse is six points as well, captain and plus one to boarding rolls, with a link to white crew. So, I don't know, I, I usually... I try to use some of these in my cursed fleets. Um, I think they're both decent, but either one is like fantastic as named captains go. The curse will still take it though, because they don't really have a lot of great named crew in general. Um, yeah. I would say this one is maybe. I think fear is even more useless than the the plus one to boarding, but the link is better. So you, it's kind of just oh, yeah, a toss yeah. up based on 
what strategy you're going for and what ship you're using it with him with. Yeah, I think both of them are pretty good for the cursed. Not necessarily in the grand scheme of the game. Um, this version, yeah, fear is not great, but the argument of the ability to link it to any cursed ships and thus not take up cargo space, I think it's kind of compelling because most of their ships have very little cargo space to begin with. So you do want something that won't take up much space. That said, I would still consider using the Davy Jones Curse version most of the time. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, fear, is, fear is a pretty yeah. overrated key, keyword. It was always too this expensive. One. Yeah. I use this one more than the Davy Jones Curse one. Um, and because I got this one first before I got the other one, but I like that link. Mainly because a lot of mm-hmm. cursed ships don't have a whole lot of cargo space, mm-hmm. especially some of their you know slightly better gunships. It's like okay, I got three cargo. Okay, captain, helmsman, and I kind of want to put like you know one two other things on there. With him, what you're able to do uh, is you're able to since he links and therefore doesn't take up cargo space. If on that same gunship that only has three cargo space, now you've got you know your captain taken care of, so it's only a helmsman, and you've got room for those other uh, extra things. One combo I like to do with him is to put him onto the Hades realm, and turn that into a little bit of a um, a hybrid almost. Yeah, that's a good mm. one. Nice. Yeah. Well, I also find his flavor text slightly triggering, because we knew who he was in Davy Jones' Curse. His name was <laughs> Sam Scullo. Yeah. So I was like, who oh, Sammy was in true. life is not known. Lies. <laughs> we knew who he was. It says so. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll take it. There it is. Well. I I think I think the who here is not necessarily his name, but like, like who was this guy? Was he a butcher? Was he a pirate? Yeah, okay. But on on a, on another note, Sammy makes a great villain in for for a role playing oh, yeah. game. Um, yeah. My players haven't met him yet, but they've seen his work. Nice. Yeah, he uh, he left the captain of a sinking ship uh, crucified to the mast. Cool. Oh, wow. oh yeah. <laughs> he, he, creative he's... ways to kill people. Let's go. Yes. Speaking of creative ways to kill people, <laughs> I'm going to use a really painful, uh, outdated cultural reference to segue in the next crew. Stop. Hammersmith, which is a <laughs> five-point pirate crew. Um, one of their best ever released, I would say. Uh, he has Hostile England, Helmsman, and Captain. I have always thought that these combined Helmsman-Captain crew were great because they allow you to save space on Dreadnoughts or turn ships that are otherwise not hybrids into hybrids. So my thought is Hammersmith is crucial for people who like to play the Pirates and absolutely worth getting your hands on. Yeah. Yeah, you could argue he's one of the best named crew in the whole game, definitely. Yeah, perfect, perfect yeah, I would. for hybrids, and the pirates have a lot of hybrids, or at least potential hybrids. So definitely, yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. Cool. I think that's all we have to say about him. Yeah, yeah, that's, oh, yeah. Really, that's really all you need. I mean, he's got hostile England, but that's really that's, not much of a problem. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think for you, Vendari, you get to talk about Captain Mission or Mission. Yes. Mission. Mission. 
Yeah, so he's um, a pirate. Uh, worth three points. He's loyal, loyal pirates. I mean, honestly, loyalty on crew, I don't just doesn't make sense because most of the time it's going to be on a ship with uh, with the same nation anyway. Um, but when this ship hits an enemy ship on a six, the controller eliminates an extra mast, and on a one, eliminate a mast from this ship. So that's a pretty interesting ability. You can, uh, you have the potential to deal some extra damage in exchange for potentially lo- losing your own masts. Um, yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. Yeah. I would want to combine this with a world hater. Oh, you yeah. get, you spend a lot more, but then it becomes a much more powerful ability because then more or less on a five or a six, you get to destroy two masts instead of, and you, uh, lose out on losing any masts, I think. No, it still counts as one. I remember Wolf uh-huh. verified that. Yeah. Yep. That's part of the reason yeah. this ability is tough to use effectively, especially in a crew, because then you're spending points and a cargo space on it. I could see this at two points. I mean, it sounds kind of good, but um, unless you're lucky, it's like supreme. I don't really see much point in trying it. So, And of course, I'm kind of biased, but not only is it a tough ability to use, um, but the other versions of mission are, are quite good. So there's not a lot of reason to use this version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use this version of a mission. I'd probably either use the um, uh, the Rise of the Fiends super rare or the um, the Mysterious Islands one. Not this one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. All right. On to Barstow. Ooh, is that me? Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Ooh, you. Goody. All right, Barstow. Uh, Eight-point pirate crew. Explorer. If this ship wins a boarding party, she can capture the crew at the highest point cost instead of eliminating it. A captured crew becomes cargo worth its point cost in gold when unloaded at your home island. This is one of my favorite abilities ever. I like to use this ability as often as I can because it's just so much fun to, like, you know, board someone, win the board, and then take their highest point crew, and then watch the other person, like, rage. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, uh, he have the- a hot- oh, continue. Now, he links to the uh, aforementioned foresight, and um, between him and Bonnie Peel, uh, the two pirate crew who had this ability, oh, and I guess um, Blackbird later on, um, it's a toss-up uh, between him and Bonnie Peel, which one I'd use. Um, Bonnie if I Peel use, was captain, right? Yeah, yeah, but she still costs eight points. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Ex- uh, captain's a three-point ability, explores a one-point ability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Barstow with Explorer, um, he's better suited for um, gold games, I guess you could say. Especially yeah, on the Foresight, uh, as you mentioned that combo earlier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's part of the reason I like the Link, is the Foresight is kind of made to be made out to be a hybrid. So Barstow, the Link actually works quite well overall, and it's a durable ship that has a lot of mass, so then you're more likely to win boarding parties. Um, that being said, I think Barstow is kind of one of the more poor gold capture crew because of the other ones, especially Bonnie Peel. Most of the other ones are better. And uh, a lot of times you'll still want the captain ability, even if it's at 10, like on Blackbeard, for example, because um, you're probably going to use this on a ship that's more in combat. But that being said, Barstow is one of the more unique named crew in the game and a, kind of an, an, an enigma, really. I find him quite interesting, but maybe not as practical as I want him to be. So, and I think gold capture at five, like it is on Bonnie Peel, I think that works pretty well. 
So Barstow at six would be even more viable. Even for 40-point games, he would become kind of viable. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd probably yeah. use him. Yeah. Eight's just kind of a lot to invest in a named crew in, like, games under, you know, 80 points or whatever. For the most part. All right. I guess I'll move All on. All right. So Victor, Victor de Alva is the next crew. Spanish rare, eight points. He's got loyal Spain, captain, and then EA. So once per turn, roll a d6. On a five or six, the ship can be given an extra action with a link to the San Cristobal, which you won't find in this set, but she had two versions from Rise of the Fiends, both of which are two of the best five masters in the game, which you uh, yep. can see on the other set review podcast. And Victor de Alba is a wicked good crew. He's the only crew in the game that combines his ability on on a named crew in this exact uh, in this exact like formation. So it's really really great. And the link to San Cristobal just puts it over the top because that's an amazing hybrid. And EA is great on a hybrid ship or a gunship in general. So he's not only one of the better Spanish named crew; he's one of the best named crew in the game overall, and far better than his other version. So amazing. Oh, much better. I need to get a copy of this one. I don't have him yet. Oh. Is this one of the only crew in the game that's linked to a ship not from its set? Yeah, there's not many. I yeah, I think there are a couple, but not many. This is definitely uh, the the primary example of that. Yeah. But I, I can't think of any others off the top of my head, though. Well, mm-hmm. if the wording is the same, you could... um link Jack Hawkins to at least three or four different ships. Yeah. Right. So that's like the only thing yeah. I could think of is like, you know, a different version of that crew, but the spelling is still the same. Yeah. So case in point, Thomas Gunn, you could link oh, him yeah. uh, for, on the Apollo. You could link him to the Rise of the Fiends one or to um, um, the the one here. Yep. Or or the one in, in Revolution. You mean Spanish yeah, Revolution? In Revolution? There, there, there's an there, there's an HMS um, Apollo in Revolution. Oh yeah, it's a two mast, uh, two mast yeah. schooner, and it's garbage compared to like yeah, it's not that five mast. But it, you can you can still link him to that HMS Apollo because it's HMS Apollo. Well, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. Yes, I will. Not if you want to win. Yes, I will. <laughs> okay, which version? Not if I don't want to be banned from miniature trading. Uh, <laughs> which version? <laughs> That's important. Which version? Are you talking about the next one up, or are you talking about the Captain Helmsman? Probably Captain Helmsman. Uh, I would uh, not use the next version on that Apollo. No, Maybe that's the plan. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> God, Mason, yeah. if you do that, you have to use the Grand Vanquire as well. So <laughs> I will link everything to the Grand Vanquire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, Neither this discussion is a great segue into the next crew, which is Thomas Gunn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huzzah! Yeah, right. We're having yeah. too much fun with Thomas Gunn, who, yes. in this All case, right. is nine points. He's an English crew. He's loyal yeah. in England, which is a useless keyword. He's a captain, and once per turn, you may give any ship in your fleet plus one to all of your cannon rolls linked to HMS Apollo. And this is kind of a strange one because it's... So he's a captain, and he's got an ability that sure comes in at six points, bit like a better version of World Hater, but not faction sensitive, and you can throw it around as needed. Probably no good in small games, but fantastic in big games. Exactly. Oh, most definitely fantastic oh, yeah. in big games. 
Yeah, he's great as like an admiral crew to command your whole fleet and then just give out yeah. a bonus. You could use it. Um, it's any ship, not just English. So if you've got any ten masters, you could apply it to them. Um, HMS Dreadnought with extra cannons, something like that would be devastating. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of great ones. And of course, the English are, in my opinion, generally the best fighting faction in the game. So they have no shortage of amazing gunships uh, to use this on. So yeah, fantastic in big games and uh, pretty much it. Yeah, especially since you can stack his ability with a regular world hitter. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Like the next one. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Before we go the off Lord Thomas Gunn, right. his artwork. Okay, the artwork for this version of Thomas Gunn. I don't know why, but it reminds me of Daryl from The Walking Dead. He's so emo. Well, no, it's just like you know the hair coming down the side. It looks like he has like a mustache or something. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like he's anyone else. I could see a tiny bit of Aragorn, a tiny bit, you know, not a lot. <laughs> I, I can see it too, actually. <laughs> okay, he does kind of see him from Lord of the Rings. All right, I'm officially calling, I'm changing this version's name to Aragorn now. Well, I call him Whenever Dale, I use him, I will call him Aragorn. Then you can't link to the Apollo. <laughs> I can still link to the Apollo, it's just a nickname. Uh, so when can we expect a Lord of the Rings custom set from you, Windor? Oh, Lord? God. Lord of the Rings customs, that's what JW is working on next. Oh, oh my no. God. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is he going to work on Splatoon customs next? No, because we don't play video games. It's Harry Potter. That's probably a good thing. Oh no, I'll do, no, no. I'll do a Fallout thing set. Let's do that. Oh no. God, Mason, the one thing that you can take to heart with all that is that as bad as tough as it's gonna be to restart the game in terms of whiz kids, imagine if you try to do a set based on another franchise. That would be even worse. Oh, yeah. It'd be impossible. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be a nightmare. I mean, so Isn't that why worse. if WizKids got in trouble is it was because of the Pirates of the Caribbean set? No, that was licensed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but certain crew like Jack Hawkins had disappeared because he kind of looked like Jack Sparrow. Well, he kind of was Jack Sparrow. Yeah, Yeah, Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Yeah, I think Wolf said uh, with the Ocean's Edge set, it kind of looked like they were trying to get it as close to like Dead Man's Chest as possible without without actually infringing on it. (laughs) They were (laughs) probably totally were. Mm -hmm. Ocean's Edge, World's End. Um, Lord Micron. That's my turn. Yeah. Uh, so we have an English crew, six points, rare, loyal England, of course. Instead of giving this ship an action this turn, you can give another ship in your fleet two actions. So Micron is pretty fun to use. Throw him on a six point ship that stays home, and something else in your fleet gets two actions every turn. <laughs> HMS Endeavor. <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, I'd use them to speed up the dreadnought, man. There's that too. Yeah, Micron has. Yeah, honestly, Micron has so many applications that we can dedicate. Basically, like fifteen minutes to. Well, yeah, we do have an episode coming up where we talk about some of the most significant game-breaking pieces ever released. Micron's on that list. I think we could probably go through that in the future. Um, I think it can be summed up as Micron breaks everything and was a mistake to release yeah. at all, no matter yeah, what point exactly. 
Yeah, and it's even more crazy because you can get him for 10 points total with Patagonia plus Robinson. So oh, yeah. you don't even have to go to 12 points to, to get the full combo working. So it's crazy. It's uh-huh. viable even in small games, as some of the fleets like High Pank Fort Frenzy have proven in uh, play. So, yep, really mm-hmm. OP. Yep, I think we can skip on to Capitaine Arazur then. Yes, yep. right then. So that's me. Yep. All right, Capitaine Arazur. Loyal, France, hostile, England. If this ship succeeds at a boarding party, choose two of the following. Eliminate a crew, take a treasure, or eliminate a mast. And you get all this for the for the magnificent point cost of five. Uh, I use this crew, I think. I am not fond of that ability on a crew. I mean, I'd rather use, even though it's overpriced, I'd rather use the sat captain version of him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, it's way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this ability doesn't so, really impress me because you're going to eliminate, take a treasure or eliminate a crew anyway. So, I mean, eliminating a mast is nice, but if you're going to do that with ramming and shooting, it's not that huge of a benefit. So, I think this is yeah. a lot cheaper. Well, the, the bonus to this is um, it puts the ball in your court as far as choice, as far as choice goes, because Normally, when you win a boarding party, it's your opponent who chooses to lo- to eliminate a crew or give you a treasure, and then they get to choose which of that type they're going to give you. But this, you actually you actually get to say, okay, I win this boarding party, you're losing a crew and giving me a treasure, or you're losing a crew and a mass, etc. Mm. Well, I um, think he might it, be a little better if he didn't have um, the eliminate a mass ability. Because whenever I board something and I'm not S-boarding it, I always try to, like, you know, shoot it to death and then ram it so it's already derelict. So I'm guaranteed to win, pretty much. Unless, you know, I'm boarding with a one master and the thing is a derelict five that rolls a six or something. You're probably right about that, but I'd say Erzur, this version of, of him, is slightly redeemed by the fact that the French have a trillion other- S-boarders. <laughs> so, oh yeah, they do. They have something like, like seven of them. Yeah, even though yeah. they're like the second or third smallest of the main six factions. Yeah, just among crew, they've got like four. Yeah, no, like four. I think that are captain s borders or something. Two of which are in this set. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, that one's next. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. Jordan is the next crew, and it's a rare seven-point French crew. Loyal France captain. And as part of a move action, she can initiate a boarding party against a ship up to S away from her without having to ram. Boarded ships can't use any boarding bonuses. So S boarding with Captain. So, and a link to Neptune, which is a solid link because it has plus one to boarding. And it's a large ship, so that's going to be... That's a solid combo, honestly. Um, you're not going to be able to turn it into a hybrid with the link, but it's still a good link. That being said, S boarding is kind of just a risky strategy. I usually... Um, I usually use it on 10 masters and with captain nemo or gold capture crew kind of like big monster super setups um so on a on a generic five master i'd rather have world hater for four points or captain with or sorry with helmsman with cannoneer stuff like that so it's a decent crew but one they didn't really need and one that's a little bit overpriced for the, the what you're getting mm-hmm. you know if if i'm remembering the rule correctly from the pirate code um with the boarded ship can't use any boarding bonuses. I'm just going to kind of go back to what uh, God Mason was saying about Captain Capitan Arazor. Um, you can't 
I don't believe you can use uh, Arizor with with a uh, with an S board captain because it's a boarding bonus. Mm. Unless the ship yeah. gets bored, you can't use any boarding bonuses. No, I'm pretty sure. No, that, it's, uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, the boarding. Ship. Oh, you're right. I, I misread that. My bad. No, I, I thought I heard something of the sort that there is a limitation to to uh, this ability, and S board might not apply. Maybe it's. I don't quite remember, but there's something strange with how um, boarding abilities interact where this does not always mesh with other abilities. Right. I don't remember the specifics. Wolf, if you're listening to this, please make a forum post. Yes, please. <laughs> it says, I have the pirate code up. It says if this ship carries a captain, this ability must be applied before shooting. So sometimes that gets away a little bit. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. what, it okay. that's what it is. Oh, yeah, because it says it's part of a move action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, therefore, as part of a move action, a ship up to SOA doesn't specify that it has to be only one ship, I think. Right. So I think mm-hmm. you could, like, you know, S-board, like, as many ships with an S as possible, unless, you know, I'm, like, missing something about this. Oh, well, A is singular, so... Yeah, I think it's just one. Okay. means one. Yeah, I don't see anything in the code right now, I don't think, but I think it's just one. I don't think it's like Switchblade. Ah, too bad. That's okay, though. You could put this on a Switchblade and then have fun with that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. But, you know, one thing I would like to add is that um, it doesn't say you can't um, ram board and still board something else up to SOA. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. So that's like the two boarding parties you could do. The S one and then the one where you shoot at the ship. Yeah. Now, is it is it possible to ram a ship, uh, or to uh, to board a ship and then do the ram and then board it again? In I that theory, I, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. You can you can S board before you make contact, so you could try that. Yeah. If you combine, if you're allowed to combine Arizur and and this S board and stuff then you're able to double-dip on his ability, which I think comes closer to making it worthwhile. That might yeah, be I think you can. Wolf, we're going to need some input on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure Ben is scrolling through the rules right now. Going, mm-hmm. Yeah, it says, uh, it says the board... No, it's not, it kind of applies to what we talked about earlier. So the number of masks remaining on ships is not considered a bonus. This ability only prevents these abilities at plus one. And those that provide an additional effect... But that's for the boarded ship, so you should be able to use this. Right. Fine. Okay. Yeah. So the target that you're tra- that you're uh, boarding from well, SOA. The target couldn't use it, but you still yeah. can. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So that's still. I don't know if that makes ours your completely worthwhile. Yeah. I'd rather have it built into a ship. About. It doesn't need to be points. completely worthwhile. You can come up with a gimmick fleet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, yeah, I could say about. that about anything. I think Arizur, I think I'd probably put him on like you know the Gowl or um, yeah uh, the, or the or the Charlemagne. All right, those are good ships to have like for this for that ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right, all right, yeah. So I have to type something in. I'm oh, making myself a reminder to uh, to or Charlemagne. I'm making myself a reminder to look into these combos later. <laughs> <Nice>. Anyway. 
Yeah. Anyway, the next one up, lucky me, I got to read off this version of Montana Mays, who is seven points, and he's loyal America. Captain, the ship can't be eliminated, or this ship's crew can't be eliminated unless she sinks, linked to USS Concordia. I was originally talking about using her Ocean's Edge, uh, or Montana Mays Ocean's Edge version, but this has two of the abilities that I think are more valuable, and he's still linked. Um, the important thing about this version of Montana Maze is that because he is linked to the Concordia, I'm going to scroll back up to check the cargo space on it. Yeah, it's got four. Four? Okay. So the really important thing here is you now have, or you still have four spaces remaining. If you have a cargo master in play, you have five, which means of all the really powerful abilities like Albert Crenshaw, World Hater, um, Eternal, be it from Ralph David or whoever. Um, is here. the other option, I think. Yeah. Um, you probably want to go with Ralph David because he's cheaper and yeah. you're going to be pushing the limits of what the ship can hold. Um, you can look at Crenshaw, uh, World Hater, Canceler, Musketeer, or of course Ralph David himself. You can basically fit on as much as, as her point cost allows. And Concordia is probably an untapped dreadnought of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. can see how this would be useful. I, re- I really like how this is an actually useful link, too. Mm-hmm. I yeah, would still use the Ocean's Edge version because it does all this. It's not Captain, but it has same action twice, which I find to be a better combination. You'll still link. You can still link the Ocean's Edge Montana to the Concordia. Mm-hmm. And then you can bring on Jonathan Haradin so you don't get redundant abilities. You get Captain and Reroll and Haradin for six points, and then you got Maze for seven points, same action twice, and crew protection. So that's the combo right there. Yeah. That is a pretty yeah, good one. Go. Yeah, they both work really well. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. frustrating. The Americans have, like, you know, two or three repeat versions of crew, mainly Maze, and, like, they all do some variation of the same thing. Yeah, and they're all really good, so you're not supposed to use them in the yeah. same game. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. I wish I they mean, just had different characters or something. They, it would make the Americans yeah, but better. Even, yeah, but even some of the different characters have repeat abilities. I mean, I think the Americans have more crew with with uh, Mace's ability here. This ship's crew can't be eliminated unless she sinks. Yeah. They've got that on, like I think, two or three other crew yeah. in addition to Mace's here. Yeah. So it's a little nuts, and some of them are slightly different enough to where you could potentially put them together, but you'd have like two or three redundant abilities. Yeah, I know. So it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this version is cool. He's great. But, you know, it's a toss-up between do you want the captain built in or do you want the same action twice built in? <clears throat> yeah, okay. that comes down to personal preference. Yeah, yeah it does. Mm-hmm. What doesn't come down to personal preference, well, actually it does, is the next ship on our list, which I think is for Vendari. Yep. Yes, it is. We've got the Sea Hag, a four-mast cursed schooner. Uh, she's uncommon. Uh, for 15 points, you're getting three cargo space, uh, base move of L, four cannons that are all 3S range, and if she ends her turn in a fog bank on her next turn, she can use her move action to move out of any other fog bank in play. So this is a uh, pretty fun ability. 
Um, being able to uh, jump around the board with a, if you have a lot of fog in play, um, depending on how, how much uh, terrain you tend to like to play with, I would definitely be throwing in a lot of fog banks here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this uh, Sea Hag is significant because she's a fog hopper. I kind of like her art as well. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but the problem is fog hopping is kind of a flawed ability because most of the fog hoppers are statistically pretty weak ships, and Sea Hag is no different. Yeah. Her guns are not very good for her price, nor is her cargo space, nor is her base move. And because she's cursed, she doesn't have a lot of crew options to fix that. She's not super great. She's usable, and if you're desperate, you can probably figure out some way to use a smoke pot specialist to bug out if you have uh, yep. an engagement you don't think you can win. Yeah, exactly. Well, wait, wait. Can you do that? Because smoke pots disappear after one turn, don't they? Yeah, you'd have to get another yeah, ship or use reverse you, captain. You need a shoot move captain. Well, wait. Uh, the curse do have a reverse captain on yeah, a phantasma. phantasma. Yep. Yeah, but would you want to use him on the Sea Hag? Probably, Probably not. not. Yeah. I wouldn't use that version of, of Phantasma ever. Even if it's the <laughs> only curse piece that has world-hating built into it. Yeah. I'd never oh. use that one. Well, yeah. actually, I'm going to have to look into that now. Oh, wait, which side was that version of Phantasma from? Navy Jones uh, Curse. The first yeah, time he... No, the second time he showed up as cursed. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, even his super rare from South Genesis is, is more viable to the curse than that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like to always have a helmsman on my gunship, so with that version, oh, yeah. with smoke pot specialist and captain, that would be 15 points, so you wouldn't be able to have a helmsman as well, so kind of flawed. Yeah. yeah. I would say the Sea Hag yeah. kind of stands out as like a flagship of like the fog hopping squadrons that Xerix and I have seen in campaign games, but that being yeah, said, yeah. as a flagship, she's still pretty lackluster, um, like all the fog hoppers, or almost all of them, so for the gimmick strategy, it's one of the better fog hoppers, but of course... She's still a very flawed and kind of mediocre ship. Without fog hopping, this would be wicked boring, and we'd be done talking. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I. Yeah. Without the ability, I'd probably just read read everything off and just say next. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of which, next is Rum Runner for us for the next. Yeah. All right, Rum Runner. We got a pirate ship. Huzzah, pirates! And for 13 points, you get four cargo spaces, base move of Espocess, four 4S cannons, and scooter and parlay. Next. Now, well, she's I pretty. I think it's interesting, though. Uh, I, think parley, I think parley built into a ship is pretty intriguing. Wait, hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, these are all 4L guns. Yeah, okay, that changes things a little bit. Cause oh, yeah, it does. The artwork here is different. Huh, that's Hello? Weird. Still yeah. boring. 4L, 4S, uh... Not a super great. It's yeah, it's it's not a super great ship, but it does have parley built in. Yeah. Uh, it, it's reasonably durable. It's one of those weird ships that has four L guns. Uh, it has a respectable base move. This is kind of a uh, slow defensive gold runner. Not one I love, yeah. but one that I can at least kind of see respect. the point of. Yeah, I think it's not. I can see the point of that. It doesn't mean I have to respect it. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like it. I think I'm not fond of the parlay keyword in general. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. I think it's kind of underrated and underused. But anyway, um, if those last I'd two. Probably... <laughs> what was Sorry. That? I said I was going to say I'd, I'd probably consider her if I were playing ju- uh, Just Curse Seas game. Yeah. Um, 
But she is pretty. <laughs> I, I I love the purple sails. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair point. Right, that is that is cool looking. That, that yeah. does look cool. Purple. I'll give it that. Yeah. Well, but, unless, uh, unless... I know what you're doing, Ben. Do it. <laughs> if the last two ships were a delight for me to look at, then the next one is not. Um, the delight like is that. a four-masted pirate schooner. It's 13 points, three cargo, L move. Cannons are 3S. Uh, looks like the 3L might be the second cannon, um, but anyway, or no, it's probably. You could swap it around because wrong. those masts are the yeah, same, exactly. I think. Yeah, and these are built wrong anyway, so don't look at the pictures too hard. Um, Ugh, yeah. Um, oh so, gosh, yes. Looking yeah. at that third mast. Ugh. Yeah, this is bad. I, I can't look at that anymore. <laughs> oh, I know. I noticed it for the Rum Runner, and I was like, oh. Somebody boy. needs to start like taking ships from the post ships. darn things. Oh directly. gosh, like <laughs> all of these pictures are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They're all assembled wrong. Somebody needs they to take um, pictures from the worst ships thread and just troll the database by oh, updating no. with badly assembled. Wolf's going to get on your case about that, I think. Anyway. Yeah, but that'd be um, funny. <laughs> so the cannons are 3S, 3S, 3L, 3S. Schooner, and this ship gets plus one or cannon rolls against targets without all their masts. Um, I think this one is wicked boring, and I don't like it at all, and I think it should be 9 or 10 points. That's it. Next. Yeah. Agreed. That's it. Next. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. Um, yeah, I, sorry, just to interject real quick. I've just realized that we're probably going to be done with these reviews in uh, August. Uh, yeah, about. Which is funny because that's the name of the next ship. Augusta <laughs> is a Spanish four-masted schooner, 12 points, two cargo, SL move, four S guns on the end, three S guns in the middle. Keywords schooner once per turn if the ship is okay. It's got S Explorer. This is uh, I'm adamant that S Explorer has some value, but Augusta is <laughs> does not have the cargo space to take advantage of it. Uh, she doesn't really move fast enough to to, to uh, make best use of it either. This I is, think the speed is good speed. enough, but it's not the a great show. Good. Yeah, speed yeah, is quite good is, for four master. <clears throat> It, it has the problem is this is a ship with some potential she has a good base move and she has an ability that i think in the right situation is good but the rest of her stats are just bad she's too expensive she's poorly armed she's no cargo space this is far too expensive to uh fit the support role she's supposedly cut out for yeah i think eight or nine points would be more you know, reasonable Eight points. Yeah. 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 Uh, this was, uh, was Eric's and I have both tried the S exploring strategy and it doesn't really work, especially even in large games. Yeah. When you think it would work then. And, uh, both of us have experienced that it's even not that great, even in those games. So the jury is kind of out on this, uh, ability is very not, not good at all. Um, I would say the Augusta actually had a little, she had a little nice moment in Castle Campaign Game 1, the Spanish. She was kind of a hero ship. She managed to hit. Uh, she was a gunship for my Spanish in that game, and she managed to punch well above her weight or whatever. So kind of kind of random, but that's about it. <laughs> I think the best thing I've done with an Augusta is turn it into a custom ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, literally. I think right I converted it into the um, Spanish battleship from Return of, da from Return of Davy Jones. I forget. Mm -hmm. I think it's like the Fuego or something. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Yep. Yeah, Vendor, you get to talk about a better one at least. Yes. Oh, yes. Probably, probably the best of the these uh, schooners that that are Hands in this down. portion of the list. Mm -hmm. Hands down, the best. 
and one of my first fire and steel ships actually uh this is this is the signet um she's an english schooner four mass of course uncommon uh 12 points two cargo space s plus s base move her cannons are 2s followed by three 3s cannons uh and uh, long range cannons cannot hit the ship so she's a pretty good ship definitely better than um the uh, the previous four we just read i wouldn't say better combined but she's still pretty darn good um, with only two cargo space, you can't do too much with her, but that's a pretty good defensive ability she's got there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. kind of a strange and unique English gunship. And uh, I wrote a review of her, actually, going into detail on different setups and whatnot. It's kind of surprising how much you can do with her with some of the linked crew and whatnot, um, like Hermione Gold mm-hmm. and Trevor Van Tyne from Rise of the Oh, Thieves. goodness. Like I, love, I yeah. love that combo. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. yeah, it's a solid one. And uh, I think... Um, I think uh, Ocasador actually mentioned that to me for me to put that in the review, so I have to give him credit there. Um, but overall, despite the low cargo and uh, the cannons being mostly average, I think she's failed out by the 2S and then the SS move and then the solid defensive ability. So, And it's also kind of a cool-looking ship, like Bone White. Yeah. Is this the only ship of its size with this ability? I think it, it is, be. but I'm not sure. I think it is. Yeah. seems right. Because there are two ships, Le Bonaparte and I think Nubian Prince, that have the one where you can't shoot, a sh- can't shoot within them within S range. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is the only one of its size with this ability. Yeah. it's not as powerful, but it's still a very unique ship and actually quite a respectable one. Yeah. Um, unlike the next one, uh, care to take <laughs> this one, Zerax? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about this one. Before I do, I'll mention one last thing about um, the signet, and I think Ben covered mm-hmm. it in his review. Yeah. If you go with Hermione Gold and Van Tyne, uh, you'll have enough, I think, uh, point space left over to toss on uh, the English Cancellor. Yeah. So if you yeah, do you that, would. you would not be able to hit this ship at all. Because you'd have to be outside of S, which means you'd have to try to use L range. But L range cannons can't hit it. Well, no, um, so therefore, the only way to get out the, uh, is an extended S range cannon. This does not have that um, can't shoot within S ability. So you could still shoot it with S range guns. No, no. If the cancellor's on it, but you get with an S, you get canceled. Your captain's gone. Yeah, mm. you need a canceller so, in order, or wait it out. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, or you uh, snipe from like S plus S or yeah. further. Maybe just move yeah. away and boom, you're good. Just ram it. Just ram it. Or come Who after. You have to double team it, two ships or whatever, yeah. three ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so right. right. That, this thing can be quite annoying. Yeah. Uh, unlike this, the Colonial Trader, <laughs> uh, American, uh, four mass, uh, fourteen points for the cargo space, base move L, uh, four four S cannons, uh, schooner. If this ship gets no, sorry, if this ship carries no crew, she gets plus two cargo capacity. Blech. Yeah. If this ship carries no crew, she gets plus S to her base move. This might be a usable ship. Instead, Not even then, it, no. Nah, yeah. then. <laughs> Only well, okay. nine, maybe. nine points, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I think, God Mason, you wrote a reasonably accurate review about this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, go find that, and that has all our opinions in it, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually going to bring up my review really quick. Uh, I think I gave it ship like a two or a three out of ten. She's. Uh, you think to yourself, this, this has like five cargo space, doesn't it? 
No, it definitely doesn't. Here, hold on. Where is Colonial? There we go. Yeah, the uh, review is called Brazenly Bad. What was the score I gave it? Three out of ten. Um, and my suggestion was to fix her, give her seven base cargo and keep everything else the, the exact same. I know that sounds extreme, but then you can at least kind of set her up how you want. You could keep this ability and then you'd have a really slow ship with nine open cargo, but you know, you're only moving L. And if you had a cargo master in play, you would have 10, but that paints a target on your back. So oh, yeah. I think, I think colonial trader, if she had seven base cargo would have some really interesting gameplay as is she's utterly terrible and nobody will use yeah. her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah like I said, for the Augusta, I think the best thing I did with the Colonial Trader was turn it into the USS Venture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing I did with the Colonial Trader was not assemble her. <laughs> Which is good. All right. You wouldn't yeah. uh, try to steal from a ship to pillage the Colonial Trader, <laughs> and you wouldn't pillage you wouldn't pillage uh, the next ship either. So the pillage is a pirate two-masted blockade runner ship type. Seven points, two cargo, L move. Both cannons are 3S. Once per turn, the ship can move S after unloading cargo, but the problem is you're not going to use it as a cargo ship because there's not much and you're not fast enough to be a gold runner, especially when you got stuff like the Bloody Jewel and Bonnie Liz out there. So this one is mm -hmm. really mediocre. The ability is not fitting at all, and you could try to use it as a gunship, but even then, the pirates have way better options. So this is not only bad, but it's also boring and just really a mistake. Mm-hmm. Watch yeah. someone use this for your fleet challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they automatically lose. It's like, no. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. The other thing about this ship is um, the printing on it is bad, too. Huh. The Zebra uh, so? Sail is, is uh, pixelated. Really? <laughs> yeah. Pixelated ships. Well, you know what Dazzle <laughs> Camouflage is, right? That's the idea. In the edge of sail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, seriously, like you, you can you can see each individual picture pixel on 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 the on the mizzen sail. Well, in this case, I think pillage was designed to blend in with the uh, with the African yeah. desert, you know, the zebra sail, because you'd yeah, rather on the ship around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but right. What I'm saying is the quality of the, of the actual image file was not very good. Yeah, I'll have to check out that if I have a copy of Pillage somewhere. I um, don't, so I cannot verify. Someone else, please do. Lucky you. Yeah. You don't know <laughs> I said I don't. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> oh, right. Okay, I get it. <laughs> but um, um it, I, I give me a second. I'll go find my um, I'll go find my copy real quick. All right. Cool. Um, I was gonna say though, I do like at least sort of you know the chocolate vanilla paint scheme on it um oh, yeah but i do wish i had some strawberry uh what's the name uh, of the uh the ice cream with all three <laughs> of the flavors ben knows where I'm going. this is a really horrible segue into napolitana which doesn't even quite rhyme with neapolitan anyway napolitana <laughs> is a spanish blockade runner 10 points two masts three cargo s move both guns are three l if the ship has a crew with a captain keyword, she gets plus L to her base move. So in theory, you can throw a captain and a helmsman on this and be moving S plus L plus S. You have two 3L guns, and you're paying 15 points for that. 
that's encroaching on Cristobal territory for a fraction of the firepower. Too expensive. For a fraction of the size, too. I know. I would say this is probably a... F- I want to say this ship is worth like five points. Maybe. I think, she's, I think she's a little bit underrated as like a really fast Spanish support gunship. I think with the right crew, I think she's actually decent, but um, I could see her at like seven. I think that would be fair. And then you still have a cargo space open for fire shot or a coin, something like that. So I think it's okay. Yeah. Just a little bit overpriced. It's way better than pillage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree. Much better than pillage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are her masts uh, that pixelated, really? Um, yes, they are. Well, they're not that pixelated, but um, you can def- you can definitely see that it's pixelated. Huh. I may have to get one of these just to see that. <laughs> right? Yeah, you think it'd be smooth like the rest of the artwork, but it's not. Hmm. Weird. Weird. All right. Yeah, we're ready for that. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the uh, Napolitana Vendari? Uh, other other than it's better than the pillage. No, I don't. All right. <laughs> All right, so I think you've got the HMS Ram. Okay. Oh, good, HMS Ram. Uh, so it's this one's English. Uh, six points for a three cargo space, base move L, uh, 2S, 3S cannons. Um, then on the turn, the ship is pinned. Eliminate one crew from the enemy ship. Fitting name. Yeah, <laughs> it's very fitting. Yeah, that's that. That's her. That's her whole job is to ram, so you can just kill yeah. enemy crew. Yeah, ram and board. I think this one is actually a pretty solid support gunship, even better than Napolitana, because you got a very cheap yeah. cost for a gunship in general, and then captain and helmsman. I've uh, got you know good enough cannons, I guess, and then a solid ability. So with uh, moving and shooting and ramming and boarding, you could eliminate a decent amount of mass and crew. Per turn, so she's probably not going to last long, but for around 11 points, you know, it's not a terrible investment. So. Yeah, not too bad, is it? Yeah. yeah, I like this ability. I'm just not sure I like this ability on this ship. Huh. Mm, that's fair. Because it feels a little too slow to me. Yeah, I mean, I'd take one of the uh, turtle ships that has this ability over this any day, like Divine Dragon or. Yeah. Uh, I think Glorious it's the Glorious Treasure. Treasure that has it. Yeah, yeah. Glorious Treasure thing. does too. No, uh, ah, there is little. one called Divine Dragon. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, the, um, yeah, it's from Mysterious one. Island. Yeah. yeah, I've actually used that one pretty successfully. But Ram is probably a better ship because she's just got more firepower and you're at least allowed to take her home and fix her. And she's slightly yeah. more durable. Yeah. Well, yeah, as long as, uh, as long as she's being rammed instead of being shot at. Yeah. But yeah. either way. <clears throat> All right. Um, nice. Yeah, I think you it's your one? turn for Diamond. Yep. All right, HMS Diamond, uh, the other, uh, the English got two two-masted salutes. And, you yeah, know, it looks very similar. Did, yeah, okay, the back mast. They have the same artwork. Okay, the only difference between them is one is a 3L, the other one's a 3S. That's the only difference. Well, the there's also mast. the, uh... The hulls and the other thing, everything look very similar. So I think they yeah. must use, like, Photoshop to tweak the artwork and, like, okay, we can't be bothered. We'll just yeah. give them, make a clone. Yeah. That's what they did. However... Artwork, different, artwork similarities aside, these ships are very different. All right. Uh, for example, the, the diamond costs 12 points, twice as much. Two cargo space, space move L, 3S, 3L. But if this ship has a captain crew, she gets plus one to her cannon rolls and plus S to her base move. 
I like this one slightly more than the Ram because I can make this one faster overall. But for way more cost. I don't know. Yeah, and it would okay. cost a lot 17 more. points. Yeah. Uh, if, for a yeah, master. you're spending 17 points for a captain and a helmsman on this. Yeah. I think the Diamond yeah. Service, it's kind of like a slightly better version of the Napolitana, but you are paying for that yeah. improvement. So you get yeah. a little more accurate, a little more um, similar max speed. Um, so I would say the Diamond, I would th say she's not as good as the Ram, but she's better in terms of being really effective. Um, but you're probably not going to be able to afford her in most games. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get your bang for your buck for this one. Yeah, exactly. She's like a downgraded uh, Black Pearl. <laughs> oh, way go. downgraded. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, that's a fair point. Well, if each match I do like that ability, though. <laughs> All right, I don't, this won't be a good uh, pun, fair warning. Do it. The diamond is going to leave ships as a, a carcass. So the carcajou <laughs> is the best thing I can come <laughs> up with. So the Carcajou is a two-point, or a two-masted uh, blockade runner for France. 11 points, two cargo, SS move, both cannons are 3L. And once per turn, one of the ship's cannons can shoot again if it misses, so it's got cannoneer built in. Um, I would say this is probably worse than both of the previous ships. I don't know why yeah. it's so expensive, and I think maybe five points would be fair. That's what I got. <laughs> I think I'm noticing like a... honestly. Yeah. I'm noticing a misspelling in her flavor text. Yeah. The French government purchased the Carcajou in a Brazilian port. Not beyond that. <laughs> you guys oh, must be up. I did. <laughs> I yeah, think the Carcajou is like a, some kind of bird. So what the heck what the heck is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. Um It's not very I, exciting. Yeah, after uh, I after I bring up the next ship, I'll uh I'll be on a short break too, but Carcajou, as Ben said, is definitely worth far less than she costs. I think six points. I think five is maybe a little bit cheap, considering that she has a pair of 3L guns and an okay ability and SS base move. Cargo space doesn't really matter because she's just a simple support gunship. Yeah, like a but third tier uh, gunship in like a large battle group in a campaign game. Yeah. yeah uh, or like one of those tiny ships that you sail around your home island to make sure no one comes to raid you. Yeah. <laughs> On, yeah. At her printed price, though, Carcajou is a disaster. Yeah. Uh, speaking of disaster, uh, the next ship up, Black Bear, is an American blockade runner. This one's eight points, three cargo. L move, both 3S guns. Once per turn, the ship can randomly take one treasure from any ship she touches. There's no that yeah, no, there's no cargo space. There's no speed. Um, she's not cheap. I mean, that ability is like that ability is not good on any ship. It's just kind of a bad ability. And then you've got a bunch of underwhelming base stats. Even if you were to make this ship like you could make this ship half her price and you'd still struggle to find a use for her. Maybe she yeah, effectively. Be, yeah, uh, honestly, like. You could make her four points, and she'd still be a pretty ineffective ship, and you wouldn't use her. Yeah, yeah this one is just bad. too boring. Yeah. My big issue with um, the ability is because I usually don't bother trying to finagle my way to where I'm touching a ship without ramming it. So mm -hmm. I usually just ram ships because it's easier to deal with to me. So the fact that uh, this has that ability, and therefore, once you ram a ship, unless that ship's already there, like you're then pinned. 
So I hate being pinned to things, especially since those things will probably shoot back at me. So I wouldn't use this unless, you know, as I said, I was uh, using it against a derelict ship. Or if this ability was on a galley, like a Corsair ship. That's why I like the the Cursed Blade so much, because it's a schooner. And then you can use that on that ship. So that's that's part of why the Cursed Blade is a good hybrid. You can turn. I could also go out on a limb and say this ability might be better suited on a crew always. Because you could find a way to place it onto a ship that has enough cargo to make it useful. Yeah. Right. Even then, I, I maintain it's not a useful ability. No, well, it's, it's not. It's somewhat viable then, as opposed to useful. It's like, yeah. something fun to do. I'm going to go steal everyone's gold without getting any of it for myself. Mm-hmm. Go the pirate way. All yeah. right, you got the gold for me. Bravo. Now hand it over. Just another thought, though. Um, and not that this makes us any better, but you can use this against a ship that rams you. So, um... Oh, I suppose so. Yeah, I never thought about that. Hmm. I never yeah, thought about that so either. So, if they're, if they're not... Ta- if, if, if they don't they don't have any treasure and they ram you, win the boarding party, well, give them some treasure, and you just take it right back. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't say anything about the order in which this ability must be used. Hmm. So... Interesting mm-hmm. theory. You could make this a really stupid little gold runner with a <laughs> ability. Uh, really stupid. This up. Very stupid, but still, it's um, it's something. It's a thought. It's not going to help no. it much, but I thought that counts. <laughs> Pretty much, except it doesn't yeah. in this game. What counts in pirate CSG is extra actions. Yeah, <laughs> and speed, depending yeah. on who you talk speed. to. Mm-hmm. Extra well, action to speed. If you don't have me. that, you lose. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, I knew. I once knew a guy who lost a game. His name was Adams. I Adam lost. Adams. Um, speaking of which, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I thought you guys would get that. Yeah, I'm right, already looking at the it. next one. Yeah, yeah. The next ship is poor Adams, and it is Vendari's to bring in. Yes. Yeah, so. I believe this is actually a, um, a custom-made ship from, like, a, uh, like a top contest or something, right? This, this, is, this is something somebody no, actually submitted a... to his kids. Yeah. Uh, kind of of combination, which we'll get to later. Oh. Um, so, the Port Adams is a four-mast cursed ship with three cargo space, uh, base move of L, Four cannons that are uh, 3L on the stern and bow, and then in the middle you have two 3S cannons. Then she's eternal and may dock at an enemy home island and load one treasure. If able, she must leave on your next turn. Um, And all of this for 16 points. The the ability with the the flavor text actually kind of matches. It's not... It's not printed here, but I've got the card right here. I can look it up real quick. Uh, the flavor text says, it's said that when the desperate and downtrodden truly have nowhere else to go, they can wander down to any shore, let the tide roll in over them on a moonless night, and join the cursed crew of the poor atoms. So the ability kind of matches up with the flavor text here, in that um, you can dock at an enemy home island. You're not going to pick up some poor, worthless soul, but you are going to get some treasure out of it. Uh, but for that price and for that speed, I'd go with something else. Yeah, I think this ship is actually pretty viable for the curse because they're kind of weak as a faction. I like a Captain Thompson yeah. 
and then I leave one spot open for the option of getting gold, but I mainly use it as a gunship. And then you've just got that ability if you, if you know, if opportunity arises and you could take one coin, uh, maybe you'll get lucky. And then Eternal is just a good ability to have in general. And here you've got the 3L at the balance stern instead of in the middle of the ship, which is kind of interesting. So I find this one um, not great, but for the Cursed as a four-masted gunship, it's not too bad. So two decent abilities, um, relatively fair cost. She'd be great with four or five cargo for the curse, but she's not. Yeah. I see this ability, and I just want her to. I just want to use her repeatedly as a really obnoxious home island raider. Where <laughs> you you fix her. Um, you you have a helmsman. You fix her. You send her straight back to your opponent's home island. You steal one or two gold pieces. You get sunk, and then you just Fall rinse back. and repeat. It's just like a really, really obnoxious strategy. <laughs> not, yeah. not very effective, but yeah, it it's not fun. very effective at all. <laughs> it would be yeah, it's, not, it's not effective. Um, I believe it's written in Eternal. When you sink, the only thing that comes back with you is the crew. Any yeah. treasure yeah. you had or equipment goes down with the ship. Well, so if you, if you have like you know a captain and a helmsman, and you sail over and you intentionally take one coin, and then you let yourself get sunk. Um, so now it's up in the well, air. Then, okay, so who just, did the sinking? Uh, who gets the coin? Does the coin just go away in general? I'm pretty sure that it follows the rules of uh, the game's rules of sinking in that the person who sank it gets uh, the lion's share of the gold. But if you've picked up two coins, then you can <laughs> gradually send small amounts of gold back to the home <laughs> island over the period of like eight turns, one at a right, time. Yeah. That's oh, real gosh. obnoxious. That is obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. I love. I really fun. like this ship. For somebody that. please do that in a campaign game. Okay. Yes, please. I somebody do that. I wanted to, but okay. <laughs> I tried doing that uh, home island raiding in Mass or on Ma in 2015, and now whenever I buy a home island raider in my campaigns, my brothers <laughs> instantly look at me and go, "Spend all the gold right now. <laughs> Just don't let them get close." Yeah. Okay. So. So, I've, so, quick question. Yes. When it says she must leave on your next turn, that just means you have to move just one segment, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you've got does a that mean you can use it. Yeah. So, so that does mean you can throw a helmsman on her, move L away, then move, or uh, yeah. L on the then move back and dock again. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. In I theory, what you can do is uh, you can't do that. I don't think. Oh yeah, uh, you can. I think you can choose whichever. Um. um if you got a helmsman, or only like the base a, move, only move, the base move choose... is SSL. If it's a base uh, move, you're supposed okay. to move the, the the bonuses after. It's not a rule a lot of people use, and from the rule yeah. survey, I'm pretty sure a lot of people voted not in favor of it, so they'd rather have it the way you do it. Um, yeah. Technically, it's supposed to be like base move first and bonuses, but it is. But in of... theory, it's still possible if you uh, do yeah, the you smallest angle with the island as, as possible, yeah. and then you may end up less than S away and still be able to return in the same turn. Yeah, you can well, always. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's easy to pull off because you don't have to move the full L anyway. You can just move a tiny. Yeah, there's that too. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, keep, I always forget about that rule. You don't have to move the full L or S. No, no, no. I always forget about that. Right. Yeah, I always do that. Yeah. It's very useful yeah. for maneuvering and whatnot in crowded mm -hmm. areas. Uh, I think we've spent enough time on that one ship that we all kind of agree is futile. So why don't we move on to the Royal Lewis for Xerax, for Royal Xerax? Oy. 
even more futility in my opinion. Ooh. Uh, okay. Royal Louis, we've got uh, 13 points, uh, four massive adventure, four cargo space, base move L, three S cannons, and broadsides attack. Aye. I'll say this: she's a slight improvement over the Rise of the Fiends one. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely because over I that cannot one. stand the parlay keyword. I don't Why like not? it. Uh, no, the other Royal Louis is definitely better than this one. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. The other Royal Louis is a better gold runner. This one's a slightly better gunship. Yeah, exactly. Like slightly better. The other one is way better gold runners, though. Uh, I still... Yeah. Uh, either are so, great, but this one is just so between the really two, great. It comes down to what your fleet needs. And I need uh, a if, gonna, if I had to choose between the two, uh, I'd probably choose something else. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> choose C, other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this C, one, other. Choose D, have my dog eat it. <laughs> no, that would be bad for her gut. <laughs> This yeah, the, this ship is yeah. this ship's just kind of an abomination, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, yep. Yeah. I like, the, I like, I like this uh, next ship much better than the Royal Louis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Both the next for artwork is, and faction preferences. Yeah, the abomination is a four-masted curse ship, and it's 15 points, four cargo, L move, cannons are 3L, 3S, 3S, 3L, and cannoneer built in, just like we saw with my last ship. I went over the Cargaju. So this one, this one's an okay cursed gunship. I'd much rather have um, the four atoms because then you get two good abilities instead of one with Eternal, which is pretty cool for just one more point. That being said, the Abomination is an okay gunship for the Cursed. They don't have a lot of good ones, but as is, except for the artwork, it's pretty pretty boring, actually, I think. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, don't fantastic on this. I don't know if anybody knows the story behind this artwork. Am I the only I one? I think this was the winner of some kind of uh, artwork contest that Wizards yeah. held. Yeah. I don't remember when they held the contest. I want to say they held it like years before they released Fire and Steel, because I could swear I printed out the uh, the little artwork thing myself. Wow. But Abomination, yeah, there was a contest to design uh, the artwork for a ship. Somebody won, and then this came out. It's most. It's not necessarily like particularly well drawn. But it does stand out from the rest of the set, and it's still pretty neat. It's kind of a shame, though, that its stats are, yeah, they may be Abominable. above average for the, yeah, they may be above <laughs> average for the cursed, but as a whole, they're not good. No. Just too yeah. expensive and lame of a ship. This is, yeah, I think this should be ten points. Yeah, I can agree with that. I like, I really like the artwork. On it, you've got like what looks like you know Mr. Uh, Oogie Boogie from the Nightmare Before Christmas on the main mast. Yeah, and I yeah. like the um, spine look of the uh, hull. But yeah, I agree. This could probably use a point reduction given that it's reasonably boring um, across its stats. But within the cursed, it's okay. It's like in a weird place. I also recall reading like old forum posts when Fire and Steel came out. People hated this ship. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> yeah. it's really not that great it's i i think its name is very suitable yeah as far as the stats go yeah mm -hmm. well would you rather have an abomination or lady scorn I, definitely I don't have no theory. like a lady scorned I'd rather have Abomination, but I guess I have to talk about Lady Scorn, which <laughs> is a three-masted pirate ship. Square Rage. Oh, I thought 15. we were talking about the the Rise of the Fiends version. Sorry. Yeah, that's what oh, I was no. going for. Oh, no. 
<laughs> I'd rather uh, have that one or the five mastered version, not this one. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this was yeah, crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This version of Lady Scorn is 15 points, three masts, three cargo space, L move. The guns are 2S, 3S, 4S, plus one to boarding rolls and broadsides attack, which is useless on anything with, well, basically any 4S gun, probably 3S as well. Why? This is just a bad mix of abilities that don't fit the ship. She's too expensive. She's slow. She's not very durable. Go away, Lady Scorn. It's the worst version of the ship. Yeah. I would say... When it came out in uh, South China Seas, it went from 5 to 4 to 3. Yeah, probably the worst version. Yeah, definitely. I would say maybe 11 points with all 2S cannons, then it would be playable. But that's a huge change, so... It would take a lot to fix this this junk here. So. <laughs> All right. You know, one one thing I'd like to know: this is the only copy of or the only version of the Lady Scorn that's not linked to Calico Cat. Huh. Oh yeah, where'd she go? She used up all of her nine lives, I guess. Oh darn it! <laughs> Probably, but we've got there's a snake coming up. <laughs> I, 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 I I couldn't make it work. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> You're not used to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the puns, they have their moments. Yeah, and that one just didn't work out at all. That's fine. I tried. I'm usually better about puns, but no, go ahead. I, I guess it's me for the Black Mambo. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, three masts, ten points with three cargo space, L base move. Cannons are okay at 3S, 3L, 3S. Uh, when this ship is given a shoot action for every cannon roll of six, target target control eliminates an extra mass for every one eliminated mass from the ship. So basically, she's got a built-in Captain Captain Mission. Um, uh, not too impressed. She's got decent value for her point cost. Um, yeah. Not very good. Otherwise, yeah, it's, not it's boring and not very exceptional. So, this no, is one not. of my least favorite ships in the game because during my economy edition game three years ago this month, I actually managed to roll uh, three ones, ones in a row to dismast the ship by itself. Yeah, so it was I've done that with other ships too. Yeah, it's awful. So, it makes you swear off this ability like forever in a way. It's like so damaging. Oh, yeah. It's like wow, I'm not going to do anything with that ever again on any ship, basically. So, and do yeah. a lot of other swearing too. Ability. <laughs> yep, a lot of other swearing involved too. It's like I got a one. Oh darn it! I got two more. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Too much risk for the reward. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I feel like it's really embarrassing. I don't know. It just it strikes me as such a lame ship. Like it's so embarrassing. Like you're gonna try to shoot to attack your opponent, and then you end up getting yourself dismasted oh, it's so bad and then probably uh, sunk on your next turn if you like you know get like two or three ones yeah and you're right next to some other gunship well dang it <laughs> yeah not a good one at all okay no. yeah probably good move the next one yay santa brought presents <laughs> he brought a catalina for you wow he gave me my own island awesome <laughs> <laughs> All right, Channel Island joke. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Santa Plus. Catalina. Hmm? Nothing. Sorry, I was trying to make All another right. pun there, but it didn't work. <laughs> oh. All right, for nine points, uh, you get two cargo spaces, uh, S plus S base move, 
the mast of all three L cannons, and when this ship hits another ship, you choose which mast is eliminated. Uh, I'm not, I think I've said it, I'm not fond of that ability, but uh, I think this ship is appropriately costed. I mean, it's not uh, very good, but it's not abysmally bad like some other things. Uh, I think maybe the cargo space would be the only thing I'd have against it. Yeah, I'd say it's like a good budget gunship, because you'll end up moving 3S with solid cannons, and then a little extra ability that's not too good, but at least it fits the ship's role as a gunship, so... It's not bad, yeah. but it's just not. It's just kind of be kind of like a numbers gunship in a larger game usually. Yeah, honestly, I, mean, honestly, I, I think. Oh, go ahead. Okay, thank you. I honestly think this is a pretty decent ship for the price. Um, you're getting decent size. You're getting pretty solid guns. You don't need the cargo space because between the guns, the ability, the low cost, and the decent base move. It's pretty obvious this is just a simple support gunship. Yeah. It's nothing exceptional, but I really can't fault it for what it is and where it costs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I don't think I have this one. I don't think I do either. I, I think I do. Obvious. I just don't have that book with me. Um, but I was going to say um, this might be a good pull if you were playing like a, steel, a sealed game or something. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah. Uh, the, the next, next one, one up would be a really good pull. Yeah. Oh, yes, it would. Yeah. The San Pedro is the next ship, a Spanish three master as well. 11 points, four cargo, SL move. All three cannons are 3S. And one of the ship's treasures is worth plus two gold when unloaded at your home island, which is one of the best abilities in the game. We've gone over it a bunch on the set review episodes. So this is a fantastic ship overall. You could even turn into a hybrid with a captain. I would probably put a helmsman. And just try to make as many trips as possible to try to get a lot of gold bonuses piling up. But there's really nothing to complain about here. It's just it's one of the better Spanish gold runners in the game, and definitely one of the top ships of the set overall. So San Pedro is highly recommended. Yeah, this is a combination of reasonable cost, good cargo space, good uh, good base move, and very powerful ability. It's really hard to argue with with this ship. Yeah, that's great. yeah definitely one of the best gold runners in the set. Hmm. Yeah, and I think the only like thing I have against uh, the San Pedro in general is that she's a direct clone of the El Aquamista from South Genesis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the cool. same yeah. even ship type, but you know, the, but okay. The only good thing about that is because since they're not the same ship and they both cost eleven points. You could use them both at the same time. Exactly. It just yep. annoy everybody. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. All right. Let's see. Uh, wait, was the Nova Scotia mine to start? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I believe so. Wonderful. Nova Scotia is an English ship. Ten points, three masts. They are 3L, 2L, 3S, which is strange. Three cargo, L move. When the ship is docked to your home island, you may eliminate one treasure, turn it into a 3S gun. Uh, we've already talked about this ability. We kind of like it, but it's this is sort of statistically a weird and not particularly good ship. Uh, I, I like the weird ability, but this is not weird in kind of an interesting and good way. It's weird in the sort of just pack filler dull way. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. The Apollo is much Honestly. better for three more points. So, because you get more oh, ability, better, speed, and cannon. So, 
this one, not much reason to use her. I've used her maybe once or twice, and it wasn't really, didn't turn out super well, I don't think. So this one's pretty mm-hmm. mediocre. Yeah, I wouldn't use her. Yeah. Uh, I want. Box. What I want to do is Captain, maybe Helmsman, wait, no, Captain, Musketeer, and Cannoneer. And then you can, uh, I mean, yeah, get other stuff to bring gold back to your island. Get yourself a small ship with a lot of firepower. It's a gimmick. This is not for a competitive game. Yeah. But you might have yeah. fun with a three-masted ship that's got four, five, six guns on it. Yeah. This might yeah. this 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 might be nice to have the um, Hermione Gold Trevor Van Tine combo on it. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a good Because then you got a helmsman with that captain too. Yeah. And a discount musketeer. Nice. And a discount Van musketeer. coming in at two points as opposed to the regular three. So that right. combo totals you seven points. You got three points left over for. Your cannoneer and Norseman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. go. Nice. <laughs> 20 <laughs> points for a three-mast ship. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Quick uh, about the flavor text. Uh, and for someone who knows more about uh, history of Canada than me, what was Canada ever partially owned by England? Or uh, something? Were there ever English colonies up there? I think there must have been, but last I knew, Canada was sort of more French, hence yeah, because Montreal. But now she's crewed by resourceful Canadians who enthusiastically volunteered when the English throne called for a ship to sail. Wait, what? Huh. Yeah, that's yeah. a little funky. That's weird, Yeah, in my opinion. Some things changed hands after the Seven Years' War, I believe. Oh, okay, that could be it. And Fire and Steel, yeah, Fire and Steel kind of... Thematically, is kind of like Napoleonic Wars or early 1800s in a way. So, maybe that's part of it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'd still rather be in Montreal. Yeah. And, you know, just another thought. I mean, uh, the New World was up, was up in that area. I mean... There are, bit, there are bits of Canada that um, that are around that are around um, th- places like Boston and Jamestown and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Well, I guess Jamestown's a little too far south, but Boston yeah, definitely south. in Vermont or Massachusetts. Yeah. All right. Yeah, those are really close. Yeah. So I mean, with with Canada not being too far away from those cities, it it, it would make sense that there may be some English Canadians. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. Well, speaking of Canada, that's what the next ship's all about, Vindari. All right, we got the Montreal. Um, so three masts for the French. Uh, eleven points. You get three cargo space, S plus S base move. Uh, your cannons are three S, two S, three S. As part of a move action, the ship can ignore. Can initiate a boarding party against a ship up to S away from her without having to ram. The boarded ship can't use any boarding bonuses. So she's got the built-in S board with her. She's got three cargo space to fill up with treasure that she can take from that. Um, decent speed. Uh, the point cost is okay, I guess. Um, yeah, throw on a captain, maybe a helmsman, but then you only have one one space left for that for that boarding. Or is your <laughs> just for why not? Just for why not? Yeah, um, I got 
Yeah, me too. It's kind of just a mediocre, like, mid-sized gunship. It's not really yeah. too special or too interesting, so, meh. Yeah, I'm bothered by this. This is a statistically mediocre ship. The French have way too many S-borders. This is kind of redundant. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm i just kind of disappointed that this ship exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next one. Yep. Paul Tuckett's Rex. Yeah, all right. All right, three-masted American. For 11 points, you get four cargo spaces, base move of L, 3S, 2L, 3X cannons. And after looking at a treasure on a wild island, you can trade any one treasure from that island for a random treasure on any other wild island. This ship must load the traded treasure. That's a pretty handy ability. Um, yep. I'm, I'm not sure if the Paul Tuckett is able to maximize that effectively or not. I think she's uh, okay. It's like yeah, as a hybrid. Yeah, I do catch yeah, like some kind of strange hybrid. Yeah, yeah, kind of slow, but you know the guns are good enough. The cargo is just high enough to maybe get two cargo spaces open, and then you get to use the ability. Yeah. So I would say it's kind of a kind of a mid-sized American hybrid, I suppose. I uh, I mean the Neptune's hard. The Neptune's hard from. Uh, Revolution is one point more. You're getting a lot more bang for your buck here. You got four cannons, an extra S tier speed, one more cargo space. I mean, and your pirate. You so you've got the best your pirate. that ever existed. So <laughs> I would rather use Mohican. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, Mohican a is a point. better straight up gunship. Yeah. Because he's got all rank two cannons to start with. Mm-hmm. But doesn't she also have like? Wait, she uh, she's got the crew or... of any nationality. She's got four cargo, I believe, in base yeah, four cargo. Yep. Yeah, well, if she's got four cargo, she has what amounts to better guns, I think, because she is all three 2S. Yeah. I think one yeah. significantly yeah, better. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pawtucket, no thank you. Um, what about... I mean, at least she doesn't kind of make me sickle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, so... Yeah, shameless. One. Next one is uh, the Sickle, which is a cursed four-masted switchblade. It's 21 points, three cargo, L-move. Cannons are all three S's. And along with the switchblade keyword, it says this ship gets plus one to cannon rolls against ships that don't have all their masts. So as switchblades go, as we'll see very soon, this one is actually pretty subpar. The cost is very high for what you're getting. I would say it's really boring. I guess the ability makes it stand out a little bit. But the cargo, the move, the cannons, they're all just meh and not very exciting. And uh, the other Curse Switchblade, which we'll see eventually, is way better. Um, oh, yeah. Same cost. Kind of like the Concurrent uh, versus Grand Vanquirt. Kind of like that problem, in a way. Um, but the Sickle, first of the Switchblades here, I feel like it should have been listed as like the first uncommon ship in the set. Kind of weird that it wasn't. But anyway, yeah. overall, not a very exciting option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sickle is... These base stats belong to a 9 or 10 point ship. Mm -hmm. Switchblade is intensely overpriced. So is uh, this other ability, I think. (laughs) I think I would pay 14 points at the most for this. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I'd say that makes sense too. Yeah. Then I guess it sounds like we can move on to the HMS Salient, which is considerably better. Uh, salient ditches the extra silly abilities, just a switchblade, no other abilities. 
instead costs 20 points, so it's one point less, still expensive, but it gets five cargo, L move, all three L guns. So it's got more cargo, it's cheaper, it doesn't have a useless ability, and all of its guns are better. Oh, and it has a better crew selection. It's, it's just and significantly space to make better. take advantage of that crew selection, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can do what you want with this. You can make an expensive hybrid, or you can do a serious warship. Up to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would probably convert the next one into a serious warship, but this also has potential. I mean, the L-range cannons are very nice, that nice range. You can uh, get around to cancer reasonably easily with those. Uh, 20 points in 5 cargo, that's lots of room for yeah. some more expensive or exotic English uh, crew. Oh, yes. Thomas Gun, anyone? Yeah. Any version. All Any sound. version. <laughs> including his father. Yeah, canonically, you might be able to get away with that because of the no duplicates, because they are technically right. different people. Yeah. So that yeah. version of gun gives you, I think, plus one against... Spanish? Spanish? Yeah, it's not very good. And then, yeah, okay, that's situational. So, yeah. And, you all know, right. with that no duplicates rule, I think it's been determined that all of the Thomas Gun crew, except for Thomas Gun the Elder, are the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm actually the one who pointed that out. So, uh, yeah. Because I was, I was studying his flavor text because I wanted to use him for, uh, for the RPG a long time ago. Not so much anymore, but... Uh, speaking of the RPG, I'm going to claw my way into this next ship here. Aye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did it this time. We got the HMS Talon, the other English Switchblade, and, prob- and probably, in my opinion, maybe the better one. Um, oh, no. uh, I don't know, maybe not for that point, boss, but uh, she's, she, she, she looks pretty. Uh, so she's 23 points, and for that, you're going to get four cargo space. Is uh, L base move uh, cannons are three L three S three S three S followed by the switchblade keyword and the ship ignores the first hit she takes each turn as long as she has all of her masks. Um, so she is she is a little expensive. A little uh, more than a little. Three more than a little gets me the dreadnought. Yep, that's true. It does, doesn't you it? Get HMS London and HMS Oxford for this price. Yeah, or oh, you could get you could get the Zanfu, the fastest ten master, for only two more points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but she does have a decent defensive ability. It's not that good, but it's it's defensive offense and defense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this is one of the ships my players in the Pirates RPG actually ended up taking control of. Um, yeah, she uh, was ta- was taken out uh, in the um, the English Channel. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. The pl- the players heard 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 about this, so they got together with a bunch of other pirates in the area, staged a raid. Um, they ended up capturing it. Unfortunately, while sailing back to the Caribbean, they ran out of food. So, uh, so everybody uh, died, and it became a cursed ship. <laughs> Yeah. No, but there was an infor- there wasn't an, an unfortunate whaling incident <laughs> in the ship. Oh, yeah. Wow, whales, man! Yeah, nice. I'm, pr- I'm pretty no sure. How big your ship is? There's always a whale that's bigger. There is always a whale that's bigger. Monster. There's always a bigger fish. Oh, by yep. the way, it was a um, it was an albino sperm whale. Oh, <laughs> I wonder where that's coming from. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I I wanted a Moby Dick in there, but yeah, I didn't mean for the ship to sink. I just, honestly, it was just kind of a uh, a bad decision on my part. I didn't realize that the minimum damage a, a large whale could do is equal to the the minimum damage you need to damage a ship a, a ship its size in that game. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so every hit was gonna was gonna hurt the thing. Yeah. Anyway, off that off that tangent, back to actual application for this ship. Um, yeah, she's I guess she's not that good, but she is pretty with the with the gold blades and the uh, the talon on on the mizzen mast. Yeah, yeah. I just find it yeah, kind no. of overpriced because the salient is a decent switchblade, but also much better because you're paying three more points for the talent to get that ability, which has costed four points on a crew. Um, but you also lose a cargo space and you lose some range on the guns. And it's pretty debatable yeah. if that ability is really worth four. So a salient is a better value in general. So yeah. 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 Mediocre armament, not that fast. Cargo space is a bit above average. So it's the ability. The uh, price definitely is. <laughs> So, uh, Talon, I think, is one of the worst switchblades. She's just too expensive and just not very good. Yeah. A little bit better so than if, the sickle. If it was between the Talon that. and the sickle. I would say Talon. A little bit. The Talon, uh, not but by not by much. Just exactly. because the Talon has... I, I mean, two points between them. Talon has a better ability, more cargo, and slightly better armament, uh, as well as better crew selection. Yeah. Talon is definitely better than the sickle, but not by all that much. Yeah. All right. All right. Nice. Next up is the Crossing Saber, cards. and I think is yours there, X? Yeah. All right, uh, Saber, we have uh, the French Switchblade. Coming in at 23 points, you get four cargo, L-base move, all 2S cannons, and plus one to your boarding rolls. On a ship that is boarding-focused, that's really handy, especially mm -hmm. since all Switchblades are at minimum four masts. With that plus one to boards, you can go up against targets slightly bigger than yourself and still have a good chance of winning. Mm -hmm. um, especially since, you know, if you use it, um, you come in with the, the saber, you shoot your cannon, and then you switchblade. You've just broadsided a ship, probably hit all of them. You use the switchblades um, to knock another mast off, and then you board. You're starting at five, and if they're still floating, they're starting at like, you know, one or two. <laughs> so it's very much uh, in your favor. Yeah. Yeah. I, love oh, I like this ship. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah this I'm, is a ship where I would use an S-Border and possibly Capitan Erzur as well. Oh, and, gosh. And now, hot take, this is a ship I'd also consider using Broadside's attack on. Maybe. It's yeah, got all maybe. two S guns. That yeah, is, yeah. That is a very good point. Then consider, not say it, I would. Yeah, I don't know if I would. Yeah. I would actually put she something thought, else... I would put something else aboard. I actually have a fleet. I'll try to link it in the in the post for this. Um, there's a couple of fleets I made. Yeah, your saber fleet with Nemo. With the saber. Yeah, exactly. I love this ship because of the crazy stuff you can do with Nemo. Um, <laughs> Bonnie, you can get Bonnie Peel on here with Jordan Dumas from Ocean's Edge. Um, mm. You can do a lot of crazy stuff with this one. So that's one of the reasons I like her. She's got that huge cost and then... Good cannons and a great boarding monster. One of the best boarding monsters in the game, I would say. So yeah, she's yeah. A lot of fun. she's a, she's definitely one of the one of the better uh, switchblades too. Yeah, yeah, she's a lot of fun mm -hmm. with a crazy crew setup. Definitely. I wish they did more of these. <clears throat> huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because yeah. outside of uh, these, what is it, four? And then the super rare, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because, you know, it's, uh, I feel that way about Bombardiers, too. Uh, because, you know, those, these two were like the things you saw on the cover art. You know, yeah, a Swift Yelly going up against a Bombardier. Yeah. So why did they only make five of each? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, you know, all the boring ships we just talked about, except for, like, you know, maybe the San Pedro. Make all of them a Switchblade or a Bombardier. And then maybe this gets a little bit more interesting. Then we'd all have, we'd have so many pokey ships, we wouldn't even know what game we were playing. <laughs> 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 we got Scyther up in here. Of pirates. Are you using Scyther or HMS Talon? Can't tell. So. <laughs> <laughs> now we'd have joy, um, jousting matches. You know, yeah. hit the blades with each other. <laughs> yeah. Or would that be more appropriate for, like, you know, sticking a hoist crane dead out in front of it? Yeah, maybe. Right. I actually made a custom crew today called the Jousting Champion, which I'll unveil oh, cool. eventually. Yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, I think it was okay to limit some of these ships. There was a lot of gimmicks, and a lot of people didn't weren't huge fans of them. So, anyway, and a lot of them okay, are still, like, too. more than five, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe fair. give, like, you know, each, every faction, you know, give every faction at least one so this Maybe. is like the english got two the french got one and the cursed got one yeah. so that leaves the pirates the americans and am i forgetting someone of the big spanish? six uh, oh the spanish yeah them yeah, spanish, so yeah. like spanish. them at least one and see what happens Maybe. Maybe. you know yeah. or you another thing the, to think about is uh, that hmm? sorry another thing to think about is that england and france both got a uh, a switchblade and a bombardier. Yeah, they were the ones that benefited from this, along with the yeah. a little bit. And they would they would have both had a hoist as well if um if Return to Savage Shores came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And you know, one of the things about this set is narratively, it's focused on a battle between England and France. I mean, yeah. Lord Britain is all about that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. All right. Um, something, uh, something right before we move into the next piece, um, I'd like to point out is um, we're about two and a half hours into this, and we are about a third of the way through the set. Uh, should this be a two-part episode? I don't know. I think two was... sounds good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I've already, yeah, I mean, one would be nice, but at the same time, I'm not sure I can stay up past midnight my time to yeah. to uh, see this all the way through. <laughs> yeah, either um, so, two parts, or we could speed up through some of the mediocre stuff, either way. I well, think we should probably do a two-part, because there's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff coming. Yeah. 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 I, I, I agree, and I actually have people coming over soon, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want to say we can speed up a bit. Uh, why don't we make USS Shark, number 81, our stopping point for this episode? Yeah, that sounds about right. right. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, the thing is, uh, I've got 10 minutes. Okay. okay. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to continue without me, buy, uh, feel free. But, um, yeah, I've, I've got I got to go. All right. Okay. Uh, why don't we actually uh, build it around when you get off, and then we'll just pick it up next time. Yeah, that's fine. All right. That sounds good. good. All right, right. Uh, then let's get Ben on Fireshot. Yeah, so Fireshot is an equipment, and the first one we've seen so far is an uncommon one point. Once per turn when this ship is given a shoot action, one of her cannons can shoot a Fireshot. Declare which cannon will shoot the Fireshot before rolling a d6. If it hits, the target's controller replaces one of her masts with a fire mask. 
If the cannon roll is a 1, eliminate Fire of Shot from the game and replace one of the ship's masts with a Fire Mast. So this is kind of a discount way of getting some, some good extra weaponry aboard. The Fire Pot Specialist is 2 points. Um, this one is a cool trade-off because you can use it with L range guns. You're not limited to S, um, or you don't shorten the range like you do with Specialist Crew. Um, but you do have that negative of getting setting yourself a flame on a one. So I like the trade-off. For a dirt cheap cost of one, I would say this is worth it. It just depends on what you want to use it on. I try to use it on ships with L-range guns because you don't have to shorten it up. And uh, you want to use it with you know accurate guns on a gunship, obviously. But I would say Fire Shot is a good equipment and uh, a cool game piece in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, for the longest time, didn't realize this applied to L-range guns, and I just sort of thought it was the uh, the cheap version of a Firepot Specialist. But no, tactically, it does have uh, value in completely different scenarios as well. You could use it on USS Atlanta on LL. <laughs> Ooh, oh, don't give me any ideas. <laughs> uh, the trick with that is find a way to get power cannons onto one of those ships, and then really double snipe it. at something. <laughs> I need those plans. <laughs> Oh, man. I was talking about that in the rules thread just recently, actually. And I think the max yeah. is around 8L with, the, with a couple Ooh. different ways of doing it. <laughs> just... Ooh, Wolf, stop it. Boo. are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the next one. Oh, my God. If you, uh, well, if you put this on a that... ship or a ship with uh, one of the free re-rollers... That would be uh, that'd be a really good way to mitigate the uh, the, the the drawback of rolling a one. Say mm. you say, oh, I, don't, I didn't roll this one. I actually rolled a. Oh, well, it's a two. I miss anyway, but at least I'm not on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my one big problem with fire shot. Just this one. I like equipment in general, but and I have a love hate relationship with fire shot. I love when I hit stuff with it. However, most times I roll a one. And, you know, like, the one time I roll a 1, I also have them using it on a ship like the Black Mamba, so it's double damage or something like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why are you yeah. using the Black Mamba? I, I was using it as, like, an example, but, you know. I know. Why are you using the Black Mamba? Yeah. I was going to mention, though, that sentence, at least I'm not on fire, is something we can always be grateful for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. I just realized something else that's cool about equipment. It means you can give um, nations that didn't get, like, a specialist crew. Mm -hmm. It's a way for you to give them, you know, that uh, ability, if you will, at, like, a major discount, too. You have a Even though I think most of the uh, minor factions have specialist crew. This is yeah. still a slightly cheaper way to go sometimes, and just more fun in, in general sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Or you can um, stack them up to do a ton of fire damage, like. Oh yeah. And then explode. This will, shot I think. Too. Yeah, this will stack shot up on a regular specialist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a regular specialist, this, and then um, exploding shot on a bombardier. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier with the bombardier English one. Yep. Yeah. It's tough to work it aboard with a Captain and Helmsman, but there's a few setups where it can be doable, even if it's not practical. Speaking of doable, if it's not practical, <laughs> uh, one could maybe somehow figure out a way to use Knight's Errant, which is, as a, as the stats say, this is one of the worst ships ever released. Uh, WizKids had forgotten, oh, yes. uh, had forgotten that Ghost Ship is not very good. And on this ship, funny enough, it's not even usable. It literally isn't usable. This is just, this is one of the worst ships they ever released, if not outright the worst. 
Knights Errant is 17 points and is a three-masted cursed galley. Three cargo space. Okay, so that's average. Base move of S. Oh, that's bad. Guns, 4S, 4L, 4S. Uh, what? Um, ghost bad. ship. <laughs> which, because of the mechanics of ghost ship, you cannot end your turn overlapping anything. Uh, technically, you can't even use the keyword. And then... This ship gets plus one to cannon rolls against pirate ships. Well, at least yeah. your pirates are common. Yeah. So I get plus one to my cannon rolls against Jade Rebellion. Yeah, you know when what else? Ever going to play the Jade Rebellion? Bunch of other ships that are cursed. Like, there are, like, the cursed are known for being kind of bad, but this is a step beyond. This yeah, is this totally is irredeemable. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I think. A useless uh, I can't remember if it was, it might have been DeSoto. I think he entered like a joke fleet one time to try to win a fleet challenge, and he was like, added like a sarcastic description where he talked about how <laughs> you'll be amazed by my fleet, and this was like the flagship. It was great. Um, but yeah, this is just, this is just horrid, horrid. I don't even know, you almost can't assign a cost because Ghost Ship is supposed to be, you know, a few points worth, but, and you think the ship yeah, is worth something, but in reality. language. In reality, if, if you use this like five or six or seven points, you still wouldn't want it. You still wouldn't. This would be a one point ship, and you would not use it. <laughs> I would. I'm serious. No, nobody. No, I would. I would use it. If it had all that stats for one point, yes, I'd use it. Yeah, I would use it. I would use it. I would use it as an empty gold runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least you say you would, and then you'd go. I would. Wait, I, I mean, can have. That's almost free though, so there's not much I mean, else you can get. I'd probably cost this at seven. Just cut off that. Just take remove the one there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was one of those typos, you know? Like it should right, be like with Cannonball Gallows. <laughs> yeah. A ten right. point LR plus five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Maybe it's a typo because this is just crap. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Why yeah. would you cost something that moves S with terrible guns at seventeen? You know what I think they did wrong? They forgot the decimal point. I just thought of something. Maybe with Ghost Ship, they valued that at 8 on Ralph David from Barbary Coast. So take that yeah, away that been nine, and then take away the cannon bonus, it'd be 7. So without the extra abilities, it might be 7. For the, for it's so bad at seven. I know. I yeah, know. It is. You could get it down there at least. <clears throat> I'd say yeah. ship is not a bad ability, but it's not the best ever. I think eight is too much for it, but I think if you put ghost ship at like you know four or three, that would be okay for what it does, in my opinion. I think I th two ghost ship is not that good. I think three it can or prevent four. you from being boarded, which is cool. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think ignores terrain could be two, and therefore ghost yeah. ship would be three or four. That's what I think. Yeah, <laughs> also with Ghost Ship, you can move through other ships as long as you don't you know, end your turn overlapping them. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Which is no fun. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway. the base speed of the Aaron here completely kills that, you know, uh, Ghost Ship ability. Well, I think uh, I've got my eye on this next one here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm getting into it. Uh, unfortunately, this Hang might on, have to be the last one because I can't use here. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is another three-mast cursed galley. 
she's 11 points with three cargo space, L base move. Uh, her cannons are 3S, 2S, 3S. Uh, at least they're better than the Knights Errant. Uh, and she gets plus one to her boarding rolls. So for a galley, that's a decent ability because, I mean, they ram without being pinned, but they also ram without uh, dealing damage. damage. So that plus one kind of mitigates that. Um, uh, for a cursed ship, she seems okay for what for yeah. what you're getting. I mean, the, the curse do tend to be overpriced, um, but that's also because they're they're. Uh, I think I think that might also be because they uh, tend to focus on crew, and because crew rely on a high point cost. Oh, that's a good point. Well, well, that's it's also kind of like saying. You know, you're not bad looking for somebody who had his face mauled by a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I don't think being okay in the context of the cursed is all that significant because you're not, if you're going to play the cursed, you're going to play their good stuff. Right. If you're going to play the cursed at all. Right. Which means. Uh, unless you're playing a really gigantic game where you have to pull out everything they have, you're not going to use Cyclops because she's not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah, very she's bad, not, though, either. Wait, yeah, wait. she's not too bad. She's kind of not, just an okay gun for, gunship for the curse. Yeah. It's kind of boring, but not too horrible. Just kind but of, next to Knight's Errant, everything <laughs> is going to look, you know, pretty yeah, attractive. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice yeah. artwork, too. Uh, nice color of red. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's make Splinter the last one yeah. for this episode. Oh, we got an even number. I'm fine with that. Yep. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Cool. Makes sense. All right. Yeah, so we'll, Splinter. We'll break there. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So Splinter comes to me. Is it? Yep. All right. Um, we've got a three-masted pirate galley. Uh, cost of seven points for five cargo and S base move. All 2S cannons, a uh, galley keyword, and eliminate one of the ship's masts when she rolls a 1 on any cannon roll. Okay, even with 2S cannons, I am never using this as a gunship. I'm nope. using it as a slow gold runner. Yeah. I because actually I think, literally... the, I think the cost trade-off actually kind of works here as compared to the Black Mamba, because I would use it as a hybrid. Um, I actually love this ship. I just think it's such a great deal, because you're getting three 2S cannons, and five cargo for seven points, which is pretty solid regardless of the rest of it. So I would do a Captain and Helmsman, or maybe, I'd probably use Hammersmith on a different ship, but Captain and Helmsman, maybe an Oarsman, and then you'd have uh, three cargo spaces left over as a hybrid. So for 12 points, that's that's not too bad. I know the Pirates have way better options, but I think the Splinter is kind of habitually underrated by the, by the, mm. the game, personally. I, I, I think this is, is a buffed-up uh, paradox from Deepak. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think uh, Splinter is a ship that you... Uh, it's just cheap enough where you can't quite make it a uh, a really good hybrid uh, or throw a re-roller on it and be effective. So she's not quite there, but her base stats are just good enough that she's worth using. Yeah. You could try Hammersmith with a Cannoneer, and that would be seven. I would three. Yeah, and you're wasting Hammersmith on Splinter. Yeah, yeah that's I'd true. Use Hammersmith on something else, man. Yeah, no, and, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. I would just Captain go I'm saying that you could just get a Cannoneer instead of a Reroller for less, a point less and still fit it. 
if you want. Yeah, to. you're you're right about that. So why not Captain Helmsman Cannoneer? Because then space. you lose the cargo space. If you're, you're trying well, to yeah. use a hybrid, I like to have three open, preferably. Yeah, well, but at the same time, if you really do want to use her as a hybrid, which involves putting her in combat, you do want to have something to save your bacon for when you roll a one. Yeah, yeah one thing to keep in mind works. about cannoneers is that they don't actually re-roll your cannon roll. It's a new shot. So yeah. even oh, if you yeah. roll the one, you're still losing a mast. Yeah, that's a good point, uh, yeah. Well, that's fun. Hence why I'd never use this as a gunship. <laughs> this is just a straight yeah. slow runner. Honestly, like I'd like this ship a little better if her basement was L. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But, if her basement was L, then I might consider yeah. using her as a hybrid of sorts. But at a base speed of S? Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Especially yeah. for the pirates, who, you know, but, for seven points for pirate, you can get heck of better ships. Yeah. Heck of. Heck of. <laughs> I like that. Her cannons are tempting, but yeah, exactly. that I just don't that, feel like ignore the cannon. That negative ability, yeah, is it, brutal. I feel like it's yeah. high risk. Yeah, it's high risk, high reward once again. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, did uh, wait, did Splinter make my list today? Of oh wait, Splinter made sort of an honorable mention on my list of top ten seven point ships. Huh. Nice. Yeah. I had to jump to uh, interject that, but yeah, that list yeah. is up on the forum for anybody who wants to. Yeah, I mean, still have to, I still have to please leave that. a comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That about yeah. wraps this episode up. So uh, for anybody listening and watch you watching, uh, thank you for that. And uh, we're going to be back with the the rest of the set review. So thanks again. And this is uh, the four of us signing off for now. Goodbye. Bye.